0: It's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you gotta check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the Reptile World's most complete buying and selling destination full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex, weight, morph, or other keywords and use our buy it now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad. It also gets fed to the reptile report and our powerful marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animals successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship your reptiles successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit thereptilereport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit shipreptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.
1: episode of morelia python radio we are going to get uh morelia perspective from a different viewpoint tonight we're gonna have uh, jamie kerns on tonight from razor sarp reptiles uh he's probably most well known for his geckos uh he breeds a lot of different yeah. kind of geckos uh yep. but a lot of people don't know what else he works with so um we're going to be hitting on some of that stuff. Uh, he has some carpet stuff, olive pythons. Uh, Owen, oh, you'll be happy to know that he works with uh, various types of boas, including Kangdoya.
2: I, I, I hate Matt Minnetola. All right. I'm going sure to that out <laughs> right now. Uh, I did excellent. notice I have the boa questions on the, the outline, which was obviously done on purpose. So um, <laughs> I will have my revenge. Just don't know how. Yeah. You. Yeah, I know you will. I know you will. You
1: guys beat me beat me up pretty bad about uh I forget what it was. Uh, <laughs> you um, beat me up
2: pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, so you know a really I'll take fun that. hamburg. Yeah. Um I I I saw you and Zach got in to uh, I, I saw you guys get in and I walked around with you guys for a little bit. And then I went off and grabbed lunch because I was stuck there for another three hours. So I figured, why not eat? And I was pissed off, so I wanted to leave. Um, I come back, and you guys are at Matt's table, and you're sitting there, and you have this little cup, and it's got a baby retic in it. And I'm like, what the hell? And underneath that is another cup with another retic in it. I'm like, why are there two retics? Oh, those are mine. Why did you get <laughs> two retics? I wanted them. And he said this one wasn't as pretty, so he said to take this one and this one. And I said, two, why not? And I'm like, oh, yeah, why not two? <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
1: sure. So um, it seems like uh, I'm really good at trading snakes, but I suck at yeah. selling snakes.
2: You do. <laughs> <laughs> I, just,
1: I just trade snakes left and right, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but but so, I I, um, I don't really sell
2: snakes. it, was, it <laughs> should was
1: probably work on
2: that. You should really work on that. I mean, you know, of course <laughs> we did this broadcast, that you suck at selling snakes to everyone listening. So, yeah. Um. It was cool because you were drooling over your retics, and then uh, then we were playing around at Matt's table with the ball python. (laughs) So we took the picture of us like pointing and staring at the ball python, which I kind of found hilarious. Yeah, Uh, it was pretty funny. I gotta say though, man, it was a that that was a
1: nice. Ball python. Right? And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm oogling I'm over it, and you guys are busting my balls. He told me to take it for six bucks.
2: <laughs> He's he just taking it for six dollars. And you're like, I don't know. And then he goes, You have a hard bargain. Take it for free. And I'm like, wow, that happened fast. <laughs> and, and then the I, I told him. <laughs> And
1: I'm like is this guy serious? Like I don't know what what to do here. <laughs> like am I walking away if, with this or
2: what? And I'm like, well, you know, if you had probably like walked around and come back, Matt would have probably been like I will give you $5 to remove it from my table. I mean like <laughs> if you had if you had just kind of if you had just kind of kind of teased at him a little bit more, I think you could have gotten away there. So. Yeah.
1: I, I was I was trying to figure out something that again, here I go with the trading again. I was yeah. I was saying, I was thinking, oh, I probably have a carpet or something that he probably wants. So we'll, we'll work something out. But it's just a cool-looking cool, a cool uh, looking snake. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – so real quick before we get Jamie on here, we're going to talk yep. about Hamburg a little bit too, a little bit yep. more. But um, today – uh, just like my Christopher Walken voice. Today I I go down to the hub. Uh, oh, FedEx right. because yeah. uh me and Bill uh, my good friend Bill uh, S- uh Stiegel from uh GTP keeper radio and Phoenix Reptiles um he wanted an albino zebra jag in the worst way uh and luckily for me I hatched out uh, three. again with the whole trading thing he has very good uh, trade <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a whole bunch of snakes uh for yeah. this for this uh this snake some really nice chondros um some royal pythons and i think there's a jungle dragon in there uh you know it's just, royal
2: python <laughs> ball python yeah
1: yeah so uh so I go down. We we put it the hub because it's kind of warm, you know. Um, I wake up, you know, no, everything's good. I'm thinking, yeah, drive right down after traffic, you know. Head down there, walk up. They're like, um, your package is in Illinois. I'm like, what? <laughs> was,
2: what was this? Was this the hub in Fort Washington, or did you go down to the Philly hub?
1: Down to the Philly hub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, they, they, you know, I, I contact Bill real quick and you know, he contacts uh, his people and you know, they uh, they're gonna be delivering it tonight at nine thirty. So Oh sweet, uh,
2: we we'll have a mid show delivery.
1: Hooray. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you know, if you hear all of a sudden uh tack dogs coming mm-hmm. at uh oh, the door little, or something yeah, like
2: that. Your ankle yeah. biters. Yeah. <laughs> um there's you know what it is. <laughs> We are the first show to ever do on-air delivery. If they're all dead, it's gonna suck. No,
1: oh no. Luckily, the oh. uh, the, oh, the no. weather in
2: Illinois,
1: the weather in Illinois was not as hot as what was here today. So, so that's good. So I feel good about uh, that. Oh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to throw. A... I want to throw out a couple of things real quick. Southwest yeah. Carpet Fest is uh, this weekend.
2: Yeah. This Friday. Make sure, make sure you read the list very carefully. Somebody got really excited. <laughs>
1: yeah. Imbricado. Yeah. I was
2: like, oh, what? Because oh. <laughs> it's a Southwest Carpet Fest t-shirt. And Eric read that as Southwest Carpet. And he's like, oh, oh. he was about to sell his house and throw it at the fitting thing. So yeah. thank God we reread that. Uh, so yeah, they got a, uh, they
1: got an auction. Uh, I posted mm-hmm. the, uh, the auction over on Morelia Python radio Facebook mm-hmm. page, but you can go to the Southwest Carpet Fest group page and, uh, place the, uh, bidding, see the rules, see what they got going on. They have some cool stuff. Uh, Tyrell is organizing all that. So, uh, <clears throat> be sure to, uh, to go over and and check out what they got. They do have a really nice BO, and so uh, if you are in the market, you should check it out.
0: Um, on that to hurt. other news.
1: I heard. I heard. I don't know if you happened to catch the uh, the episode this past Sunday, GTP Keeper Radio, uh, I but uh, I got to give those guys a shout out. They did a locality. Condro show. Uh, they did it with some awesome guys, you know, Brian Fisher, who's uh, been on mm-hmm. our round table many times. Awesome mm-hmm. guy. Uh, he does, uh, he does a lot of work with Biox. Um, you have Chuck Vogel who does, uh, uh, he was also on the show. Um, he does a lot of work with, uh, the Kofias, um, which are probably my pinnacle, uh, locality. Condros one day I, I will work with them because they're just <laughs> amazing. <laughs> uh one day it shall
2: happen. One day. Uh
1: well, and I, then I, uh
2: had a Rubioc at Hamburg that was pretty. So
1: yes, very nice. Mm-hmm. Everybody's kind of on a Chondro kick. I, I yeah. notice. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta sh- show uh the, the last one that was on the uh in the round table was uh Gary Shavino. Uh, who is also on our show. He deals a lot with the uh, uh, RFAC and the uh, Mataquaries, I believe it is. Um, Really nice stuff. Uh, So, I don't know. It's just an awesome episode. Those guys, uh, you know, talked about a lot of different things. Um, It was just a lot of information. So, if you get a chance, you should go and check it out. Uh, Bill and Buddy do an awesome job. Um, and tons of information in there uh let's see also they mentioned on there that the rico auction is uh mm. going on uh, i believe that's from the 14th to the 17th and this is round three um signal herp uh auction so you have a chance at some of uh, rico's uh, last remaining animals that he has
3: yeah
1: uh, chuck uh was uh one of the guys that put that all together. So, I mean, if you're looking for some awesome condos that would be the, uh, the spot to, to check it out. I know Zach has tried to pin on a few things, uh, and, uh, I I don't he's know going I. <laughs> I'm worried about Matt. Cause he, uh, he, he might, uh, drop some, some money on some condos yeah. on that. Yeah. That guy's got the bug, right?
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to just hang back here and, you know, Hide wait my credit card, card them? To myself. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We've been down this road. I mean, I picked up yeah. a female I picked up a female rupeeak because I know two guys who have a rupeeak. You know, project. You and Zach. I'll wait. <laughs> like, good <laughs> boy. I'll wait. <laughs> It'll yeah. happen eventually. So. Yeah. I hope it happens with you because then I'll just trade you something. It'll be really easy. So, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Pretty,
1: <laughs> pretty soon, I'm going to run out of things to trade, though. But
2: uh, well, I we're not even going to talk about what I got this month, week and from you. So.
1: Oh yeah, we we won't touch on that. Yeah, we, we won't. We, we won't talk about it. Will, we'll about that, pass over so. that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to stretch this out perfect so that when you are talking to Jamie, uh, yep. the
2: door somebody will knock at the. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I both know it's not going to happen. Also, I know you're not going to be able to hit the mute button before Dexter loses his mind. So, you know, it's just, this is I'm true. just waiting for the doctors to go crazy, and then you just drop <laughs> off, and I have yeah. to be like, "Well, all right. It's, I mean, come on. Let's call it spades a spade to spade here. You know what's happening." All right.
1: So, I uh, I also have uh, I have two other things. Our good friend. Uh, Fe, uh, Frederick Averback. Uh he was uh, successfully uh, again. again he was successful again at uh producing bones pythons. Twelve eggs, one and slug. Two. Wow. Dude, he's got How it nailed down. How many years in a row now? How many years in a row now? Four. Three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah, it's it's crazy.
2: That's awesome. It's, and Casper's yeah. gonna buy them all again.
1: <laughs> I couldn't even imagine what they would, what kind of price tag they would fetch. You know, I mean, he, you figure wild or captive hatched
2: or what? Two grand? Yeah. Do you, you think Casper just like burned and pillaged and just took them that way? I mean, <laughs> went born Viking on that. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, you that. Give that to me now. Give me that. <laughs> give me the Bolins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome
1: and then the last thing i have <laughs> yeah right the last thing i have is uh i hatched out a clutch from carmel Jag Carmel. and god damn it if i can't figure out what is super caramels caramels uh oh my god i'm banging my head over here against the wall yeah uh, it's uh yeah yeah some, i wish I could yeah, I know. It's not like you've hatched them before, <laughs> or anything. Yeah. I I send Owen a message. Owen, can you show me what uh, they look like? And he sends me a picture, and then he sends me a picture of it shedding, and it's like as big as like yearling carpets of mine. And I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> did it did it already eat like Don't pinky rats know. or what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this day. like, I'm like, I'm like, you gave me two. 2014 animals. And you're like, oh, they're on hoppers. I'm like, mine are on small rats. And I'm like, I'm a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of us here is a monster. I don't know which one yet. So, I'm a slow
1: grower, man.
2: Yeah, I, I feed,
1: but I, I like slow growth. So that's probably works to my is it, it, a disadvantage for me, but oh, well, it is what it is. Oh, well, it happened. Yeah. Pretty soon those uh, carpets that I gave you will he will be breeding by next year, no problem. <laughs> I hope you will, you I hope. Have, yeah, you'll have him going by next year, no problem. All right, so yeah, I don't know if you had any other thing. I got nothing. Nothing else. Okay, Just
2: let's get this going. Be going. Let's get yeah,
1: Jamie on here and uh, get the uh, live delivery uh, coming here.
2: Okay.
1: Hey, Jamie, <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Uh, to Morelli Python Radio, glad to have you.
2: What's up, guys? How's it going? All right. Yeah. Surviving. We're waiting for Eric's package, because that's the exciting part of everything. So His package? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hitting. Like like a Caitlyn
4: Jenner-type package? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't, I don't know if you heard this. And we've already lost
1: control. I don't know if you yeah. heard the, uh, the story, but... Uh... I had something that didn't make it to the hub today, so they're delivering it tonight at 9:30. So, wow, at least you're getting it. That's nerve-wracking. Yep. Yeah.
4: Yep. So. He's tweaking out,
2: so it's fun to make fun of him while he does this. So.
4: Yeah. 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 You know. Oh, <laughs> the whole the whole Hamburg debacle where you were waiting for your table. Yeah. You needed your hammer.
2: Yeah, if I know. You I was starting
4: to go. Apparently, to convince to to quite possibly Apparently. give you your table.
2: Exactly, but apparently people were watching me because I had promised to throw a fit if I didn't get my table. So people were like, "Oh, we're expecting Owen to lose his mind." So when I got my I table, was I think, I think a lot of people were a little disappointed that I got my table and I wasn't gonna, like you know, start throwing things. So I
4: was disappointed because you were gonna rent my other table. So that would have worked out. Yeah,
2: perfectly. yeah. Because I'm not. <laughs> sure. so. Have Eric rent it? He can try doing a show for once. So. Yeah, an August chamber' that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah, <an August> <laughs> yeah. Sweet. That'd be,
1: that'd be great. Touché, great. great. All right. Mm. All right. It's I like 106 it. degrees in that
2: freaking barn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at nine
4: o'clock in the morning. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No one comes. Yeah, it's the way it is. That's how I got my table back. So Yeah,
4: yeah. Maybe it would be next to Dale. Anyways.
2: Anyways, uh, Jamie, why don't you start by telling us, like, your reptile story. What got you started in reptiles, and uh, where are you going, and what you're doing with your main focus now? Okay. Um,
4: I didn't really get into reptiles until probably right after high school. Um, When I got my first apartment, I had a friend that I met who was very much into reptiles, but he was mostly into venomous. So he had, you know, all kinds of bizarre stuff that scared me, honestly. But, um... (laughs) So my first apartment, I filled up a whole room of tanks. You know, I just went to a local pet shop and bought whatever I could get. You know, stuff you have no idea how to take care of. You don't know what you're doing. Um, the shit's biting you, and you just don't know what it is. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of that. So that's kind of how I got into it. Um, most of it was boas. <laughs> boas and, uh, yeah, boas are awesome. And uh,
3: cans,
4: <laughs> some milk you know, stuff like that. Um, so I did that for a while. I always had some snakes, pretty much. Not really any geckos. Um, I really didn't breed anything on purpose anyway. Um, did that for a while and then took about 10 years off, I guess, until about the mid two thousands. And I got back into it and that's pretty much what I'm doing
2: now. Okay. okay then. So what led you to jump into, uh, the geckos? Cause like I said, like we just mentioned earlier, you're pretty well known, uh, for breeding leopards and uh, cave gecko. So what led you well, down that path?
4: When I started this um, in 2007, I had a partner. Mm. And the partner, he, he was the one that was into the geckos. I had the snakes. Mm. Um, so I had all kinds of snakes, a lot of stuff, you know, lots of colubrid stuff. Um, royals. <laughs> is that the right word? Am I supposed to use royals? That is the right word.
2: correct? Royals. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> of the well. etiquette
4: of the ball python. Okay. All
3: right. So I had, I
4: had royals. I got into those pretty early when they first started coming around. Um, with the morphs and, um, probably about a year into it, about 2008, 2009, so I was left with all the stuff. So I kind Great. of had to make a choice as to which way to go. And at the time I thought geckos would be, it just fit my life better, more or less. I don't know what I was thinking, but that's what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was a good decision I don't or a bad decision, it was my decision. So what I did was is I more or less started to sell off all of the snakes that I had amassed, which was a lot, a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of royals and boas and rainbow boas and Amazon tree boas and all kinds of colubrid stuff that I was working with at the time. So it just got, it was a huge collection and it kind of all got dumped on me at one time. So that's how I got Jeez. to the geckos and that spiraled fast, just like the snake. So I started out with some okay. birds, which turned into some caves, which turned into 40 different species and you know, a basement full of tubs stacked up to the ceiling, basically.
2: Wow. Yeah, lots of babies. So what led you to kind of turn now and start really getting involved with the snakes? Because a lot of people don't realize you have a pretty large and extensive snake collection right at this point. Actually,
4: right now I probably have more snakes than I have geckos. I, I have, for the last
2: two years,
4: I've more or less whittled down the the gecko collection to only, like, two species. And, you know, in the meantime, I've been bringing in snakes again, again. I've always had them, but, like, you know, different stuff. Kind of got into the Morelia thing a few years back. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm going to steal one of Eric's favorite words and say passion. I started to lose (laughs) the passion for the geckos and gain the passion for the snakes back again and just enjoy them. You know, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of factors in that, really, more of like lifestyle stuff. But um, it just it, it fits my life a little better. I, I actually I'm, I'm very much into them right now. Um, I enjoy keeping them and taking care of them and breeding them. And I kind of look at the geckos and I'm like, wow, you know, that's a lot of that's a lot of babies. So. <laughs> 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 so I don't know how I did it for eight years as long as I did with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of babies. I have no idea. But um,
2: I. I wouldn't. I don't even. If it's, got four, if it's got legs, I don't know what to do with it. So yeah, um,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I pretty I much did everything that. that I wanted to do with geckos, I guess,
4: more or less. Yeah, if that makes any sense. It does. It does
2: kind of onto the next thing. So, how many species of snakes do you currently have?
4: Oh, geez, I don't even know.
2: Um, Correct answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer.
4: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many. Wow. Fifteen, oh, maybe. Nice. Yes, I don't know. That's It's too late to ask questions like that. I'm not sure. I'm
2: sorry, yeah. We should have, we should have given you a heads up so you and know, count. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> quite a few. Quite a few. But, you know, it's not like where I
4: have like, a lot of everything. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I have quite a few carpets. I probably have 50 carpets. Um, okay. But most of those being juveniles and adults, I probably have, you know, like 15 or so. Um, the mm-hmm. rest of the stuff is just like a trio here of this or a pair of that, just stuff I've always wanted and, and stuff that I had had before and sold when I got dumped on with the geckos and um, I wanted to get back, you know, like the Argentine boas and stuff like that. Rainbow boas. Um, that's boas. That's two boas. I um, think of what else? Jeez. Walnuts, of course. Some of those I've had those for a long
2: time too, though. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, do you have separate rooms or do you keep everybody in the same room? Like do you have geckos and pythons all living in the same place?
4: Well, the way it's set up is it's a basement in a building that I own. And the main room is like 12 by 19. And then there's another room that's like, it's like 10 by 11. So as of now, the bigger cages for the bigger stuff is in the 10 by 11. And then the other room that's kind of divided in the middle and half it's the snakes and half it's the, um, the gecko stuff which there isn't like i said a whole lot of geckos left really the cave geckos aren't even here anymore they're at uh, my friend justin's which you guys know my yeah. other m- my my warring hobbit
2: he has to an- cave <laughs> <laughs> so we going to we were going to have hobbit flights at carpet fest. my hobbit yeah we blew it though we all got Yeah we fun. didn't um, to do it <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I sh- I show up to Owens and he's like, "Quick to the treadmill, start running! <laughs> Don't you embarrass me?" <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: like, he would text hell? me. He's like,
4: "He's like Eric is on a treadmill. He doesn't know why." I'm like, "Oh man, that's bad. That's really bad." <laughs> that's really bad. Yeah, so a lot of the cricket eater stuff. Uh, I sent the cricket eater stuff up to his place for now, just because yeah. he, you know, he's he's into the bearded dragons and the crespins and, and all kinds of other stuff that he's into. So they're up there. So here is just snakes and some leopard geckos.
2: Okay. Do you have any issues keeping them all in the same room, or is it pretty much everybody can survive at everybody else's Uh, temperatures?
4: Yeah, I mean, I I use – I mean, everything's heated itself, like, individually. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and leopard geckos are pretty much the same temperature. Um, I keep the room in, like, the upper 70s, so it's all pretty much just works. I mean, it's all kind of in the state state of flux right now, I'd have to say. Mm-hmm. Until i going to figure out what I'm going to do with a lot of things and, you know, make some cages and whatnot, to figure out how I'm going to set stuff up. But I, I assume within the next two years, I'll be just pretty much predominantly snakes.
2: Yeah. At, at your peak, how many geckos did you have? Like, oh, babies? Or you mean just species? Everything. Because I'm trying to figure out just, like, how daunting it must have been to feed all the little bastards. Because, I mean, I hate dealing with crickets in, like, an up oh, degree. Oh, yeah. And then I, well, I would I... hate mixing rapache even more. So That's
4: easy. I, I, That's cake.
2: I, but I still can't imagine like having 2,000 individuals that I have to chuck crickets in with as well as, you know, mixing repashy and doing all that other stuff. It just seems really annoying. Well, I, had, so, I had
4: a lot of like roach colonies going, so I had yeah. thousands of roaches, and I would order crickets, you know, a few thousand, four or five thousand a week, about 100,000 mealworms a month. Um you know, I, I don't know. I didn't realize how crazy it was until I kind of looked back at it last year. and was like, wow, that's just nuts. But, um, you know, I still work full time. I have construction business and mm-hmm. kids and a wife and I have rental properties and all this other stuff. So I'm always doing things. But um, it was probably like looking back, it it was it was like two to three hours every night after work and then all weekend, every weekend. Damn. But number wise, uh. Probably under a thousand babies a year, mixed you know with everything mixed up, you know, being yeah. Australian geckos and, and and the the Asian geckos and leopard geckos. It was probably it was under a thousand, but that's still
2: an insane amount of animals, really. Yeah, that's that's a What's lot it? of little baby geckos.
4: Yeah, I don't even it's think yet. the market could even support that now, to be honest with you. Like it did then, like five years ago, I could sell pretty much everything, and I I couldn't even imagine right now trying to do that. And the time is yeah. just, I don't have the time. Jesus, that's it's a lot. It's a lot. I was talking to Lon at Carpet Fest, and he was. I said something yeah. about. He's just like, "Wow!" He's like, "That's just crazy." I didn't even really put it in the perspective. Really thinking about it's it. Still, now, I mean, the snakes too. I mean, the snakes were like two days a week. You know, you feed one day and maintenance clean throughout the week. Yeah. Um, you know, and then that was just what I did on the days when I didn't have gecko stuff to do. You know, in between oh, there. Wow. So. Yeah, it's really crazy, and wow. it, it was Definitely. never a full-time job, but it was more than a full-time job.
2: Yeah, that is. That is kind of crazy. That is that's a lot of individuals. So, yeah,
4: yeah, lots of yeah. poop. lots of poop. Yeah, yeah,
2: can you imagine hatching a thousand baby carpets, Eric? No, no dude, that'd God. be
4: horrible. <laughs> oh no, no way.
2: <laughs> no tiny little biters that aren't feeding. Oh, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> yeah,
4: that'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. So, I know mutton yeah. does that, but that's still that's just that's that's a lot. I mean that's that's a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't even think he's that high. I think his highest year is like maybe four hundred. Babies.
4: I thought he had said nine hundred on your show one of the last times he was on there, but I I may have misheard that.
2: I thought yeah, he said nine hundred two that... or something like that, but I mean, but also no. Nick uh, will ship out to Canada and he's got he's got nine hundred Morelia. He doesn't have nine hundred carpets. He's got brittle, Bredel Bredel. He's got this that Inlands, all these other things. So he's got a big extensive thing. So and also he's got the ball pythons too. So maybe nine hundred babies. But not 900 Morelia.
1: Nah, I th- I
2: think the most that he's ever
1: hatched out was like I think his like his target number is maybe like 300 yeah. total. But yeah. I think That's this a year lot, he yeah. might have he 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 might have went as high as maybe six, but but that was about it. And it might have been like <laughs> 300 carpets and then 300 you know other pythons and stuff. Right on top of it. it but, but if
2: we but if Nick's like everybody else, he plans. He just like he throws the Jello at the wall and sees what sticks. There's gonna be one year where all his females are gonna go, and he's gonna lose his mind. So, I think that's what happened in <laughs> the, the past year. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I think wow. the year before he had bad, bad luck, and then you know, or two years before that, he had he had not a good season, and then uh, yeah, you know, uh, well, he had some stuff, but not as good as it was, and then it made up for it the following year. But yeah, that's a lot. I don't think the market could handle that many cards. No. Pilots. No. <laughs>
4: no that's that's his job also correct that's what he does yeah that's what he does yeah yeah and I was at that point a couple times where I could have I I really feel that I could have done it but when I got to the point of where I was going to I kind of was like I just don't think that I want to do that and then I didn't so I'm glad I didn't actually
1: did it take the fun out of it if, do you think I it think, would take fun out
4: of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would. You know, and just and just trying to keep up with everything is it's it, it's hard now and I have one sixteenth of the collection. It's not keeping up with the animals but keeping up with the the aspects of like social media and the website and trying to do mm-hmm. shows. Like I was doing two shows a month for years and just oh boy. It's just yeah. It's a lot. It burns wow. you out pretty quick. Well I, I guess years yeah. that quick, but it was yeah. I'm resilient, I guess
1: very <laughs> <laughs> right, cool so i was going to talk a little bit about some of the uh you know the individual projects that you're working with is and i figured uh, since this is Morelli python radio we'd start with carpets what okay. uh what is what are some of the stuff you're working with and you know project wise and what's your what's your uh your goals uh you just hatched out what coastals i think this year right
4: not yet. I have eggs. Eggs cooking for Coastals. Wow. Last year was my first carpet clutch. I had a uh, I have a male diamond that I put to a uh, precision uh, jungle. So I have mm-hmm. diamond jungles. And I didn't yeah. tell any of those babies yet. I still have the dozen of them here because I don't know what the hell they're going to look like. So I want to wait. And I've learned by watching all of you guys. I've learned by watching all of you guys just step for certain things like that. So I want to hold them to see because they're all turning crazy yellow and Lots of tipping and it looks cool. So I'll probably have some at Tinley to sell, but maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But um, cool. Beyond that, I have uh, a coastal clutch cooking right now from um, that was a Mike Curtin Frank Roberts coastal. It's like a blue and silver one that's really cool that I picked up in like 2012. Um, mm-hmm. That's a 2010 animal. Um, Zach actually has this sibling to that, is one of yes. his he sent me a message I put it up on Facebook and he sent me a message of telling me everything and I had just met that guy with Mike at White Plains like a month before that which was kind of neat and I showed Mike the picture and that guy was there he's like wow I can't believe that's the animal so um that's a real cool one so hopefully they yeah. that hatches um two precision jungles together that I had picked up um and then also I have a Balin tiger and a russian tiger from Mike I got eggs from that too
3: Absolutely. two of the clutches
4: were massive like huge like 16 20 some eggs and then the last one was like i think it was seven eggs
2: which is i think is the way i want (laughs) to go yeah (laughs) yeah you want to go smaller you know yeah i'm dropping 30 something eggs in a clutch and it's really annoying when they all hatch i I I like to have a whole bunch of yeah i I like
1: to have a whole bunch of little different little clutches of different stuff
2: yeah Yeah.
4: variety of course yeah absolutely so, yeah, so looking at these clutches, I was like, how did you even do that? Like, where did that come from? So I had these piles of eggs, and um, they're cooking. So, you know, the weird thing about, like, getting back into the snake stuff and being eggs, the, the eggs, they, they kind of freak me out because, it's like, gecko eggs don't look awful like <laughs> python eggs do towards the end.
2: <laughs> uh, in. Yeah.
4: So I'm, like, freaking out. Like, I'm thinking, oh, i got to add water. i got to do this. i got to do that, you know. So I'm still kind of cutting my teeth, I guess, so just, you know, on that stuff and realizing that they can look like absolute shit, and that's how they're supposed to be, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah towards uh, the end. If they look like absolute shit in the beginning, you, you, you've done something wrong. But, yeah. yeah so I, I don't horrible. even
4: know I don't even know what's going to happen, so I'm just going to wait. Hopefully, hopefully they hatch, and I'll be happy, and they're cool. And and we'll go on to year three, so we'll see what happens. Nice. Cool. But that's what it. That's a project for next year. Yeah, projects for next year. I have a lot of jungle stuff that should be ready. Zebras... Uh, I have a Headhunter Zebra. I have a Steagle Zebra. Um, I like a lot of the jungle stuff. That's kind of what pushed me to Morelia a long time ago was seeing Scattershot at a show like 2009 or something with Mike mm. in Carlisle. And then always vending with Jason Balin. I always see his stuff too. So it's weird because I've always talked to carpet people. I've just never really had any until a couple years ago. Um, the only carpet anything I've had was brettles. I got brettles in like 2009. I got a pair of stripes from uh, Casey. Oh, cool. And she's she's got legs. She's huge. So, if she lays, last year she laid this bunch of slugs. So, we'll see what happens. But if she lays, that'll probably be another
2: 900 egg clutch. <laughs> so we'll that <laughs> That'd be nice. I know, she, you were, I know the Brettles have been fighting you for the last, like, year or something like that.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hopefully that, that works out. She's, like, the size of, like, a small Winnebago. She's huge. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. She's, you, you know, scale separation, doing the coiling, all the, you know, the, the normal signs. So, nice. I'm still kind of learning, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I think it takes years, really, you know, to get into it. And everything I want to mm-hmm. do is going to be more like the line bred, kind of small and mighty collection, not the huge produce everything that there is kind of thing. So,
3: I learned <laughs> that, I learned that
4: lesson a long time ago. So, <laughs> so I'd rather have 10 awesome snakes than, you know, 30 of everything. So, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Focus I, is I, have, good. I have
4: albinos growing up, and I have exantics growing up, and all kinds of stuff. Red stuff from Jason, and albinos from Eric, and I don't have anything from you, Owen. You're about the only one I don't have anything from.
2: Then buy something, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I just, I don't know. No, you keep You go over the table and go, that's a nice one, and then you walk away, and I'm like, but All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I, I, I think. I, yeah, you're the only guy. You're not represented I'll, in my collection. I don't
2: know what. I know. About. I'll dazzle you in August. I'll bring the bunch of shit. So we'll see I, what happens.
1: Yeah. All right. You can dazzle me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That'll
1: okay. work. Anything that you're looking to add to your uh, carpet collection? I don't know about carpets. I have to let a lot of
4: these guys grow up and color up and see what I'm going to keep and what I'm not going to keep and and kind of choose from there. I mean, I do really like the tiger stuff. Um, I wouldn't mind picking up citrus tigers, which I know you have some and you never sell them. Um, <laughs> they're actually
1: hatching, uh, as we speak. <laughs>
4: those are very He's not cool. going to
2: sell any, he's not going to sell. Not any. yet. Not
1: yet. Not yeah. yet.
4: I will. And you know, I, I really, I would like those. And I really like, I have a bunch of them as well, but I really like the, uh, diamond jungle cross stuff and diamond, diamond jungle mm-hmm. Jags. I like those too, but I have a bunch of those growing up too. So I don't, I'm not really sure. I've, like I said, probably fifty carpets growing up, so that's quite a bit, I
2: think. I want his albino tigers. Now, those are the ones I'm going to get. Those me. are
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> super super cool. Every time Owen, uh, every time I asked Owen about, uh, you know, do you want to trade something, something? Yeah. He'll say tiger head albinos, and I'm like, God damn it, I'm not giving them away.
3: I'll no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, they're they're
1: really cool. They are really cool. Yeah. One day he'll break. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, when I have albinos, then I'll sell you.
2: <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, you yeah, probably I yeah.
4: still
2: have some of those super caramels, you can trade them. I, <laughs> he, he has super caramels. Yeah, um, yeah no, he, Everything I have, he has. I have to find something he doesn't want. Like, I, I have to be the one to beat him to imbricata, and then I got him. So, <laughs> uh, cool. no. Yeah. Trade me some Boas. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's <laughs> what the hell.
4: Boas. You need some Boas.
1: You know what's funny uh, about that?
4: Is he, he got Dominicans, and five days later, he had babies. Okay? I've had Dominicans for a year before that, and I still don't have any babies.
2: <laughs> that's a, he's I, I, he's, I, I sure, I sure he's the
4: Boa Whisperer. Whisper. <laughs> he must be. He must be. That's like That's cheating.
2: I showed you pictures at the show, and you're like, fuck you, and walked away. I'm like, all right.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm, I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> That's all right. I, I laughed every time I, I listened to you whine about trying to feed geckos and get them started. So oh,
2: they were horrible. It. And it's now I don't so, know if I
4: want mine to breed, so I'm not sure. Like, oh,
2: well, you've got the geckos. I mean, you just find the leopards that you really hate, and then you just chuck them <laughs> in with the baby boas. I had to go and set up a tank of freaking house gecko, which I had no idea the fuck I was doing. And yeah. I'm pretty sure there were loose house geckos at my mother's place, but that's not important.
0: Yeah, so, they eat
2: the bugs. They eat the bugs. Yeah. So, hilarious. Either way, hilarious. Um, now, I know for a fact that you have some liasis as well. Um, how yeah. I know for a fact is that, is that you sold me a water python and then I hooked you up with olive pythons at one point. So you did. what do you have? Like it's just the olives now.
4: Yeah. I just, I have a 1.2 of the olives. They're, what are they? They're, they're a little over a year old now. Well, a little, about a year and a half old, I guess. So they're like five foot long, I guess. Okay. They are awesome snakes. They are super great. I, I really, really like those. Um, they're just, they're different. I don't know how to explain that. Other than that, they're, I don't know. They're just different. They're easy to handle as of now. I've heard horror stories, but I'm not really worried about it. Um, I just, yeah. I like them. They, 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 seem like they, they, they follow you around the room. They're kind of paying attention to what you're doing. They, they're just really cool. And I, I like OD mm-hmm. green, so it just works for me.
2: It does. And, uh, have you noticed that these guys kind of have a more of a pumped up appetite than some of the other pythons? They definitely have a
4: feed response. But it's nothing like Argentine boas or anything like that, though I don't think. Really. But they're still they're still definitely they definitely have a one hell of a feeding response. Um, I I kind of did, I guess hook training is the word, where I tap everything kind of on the head with the hook to kind of let it know that I'm not a rat, so I don't get attacked.
2: You, to, to stun and, uh, it, right? This way you knock it unconscious, so you can easily move it around, <laughs> yeah. right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. You put in okay. the refrigerator okay. that way, so it chills down, Yeah. Bash
2: it on the head, and then you clean the cage and throw it back in. Yeah. yeah.
4: Just flick it. You flick it. <laughs> but, yeah, they're um, they are, they're just really cool snakes. I, I'm really excited to see. I want to get more, actually, uh, however that works out. But uh, I only take like, forever to grow up. But I'm excited for it.
2: Do you none have none any of you interest guys in are,
4: the albinos?
2: I was about to say, none of you guys are the albinos. So have you seen the albinos?
4: I did at Tinley. Who was that? Hartwig? Was it Hartwig, is that his name?
2: I think so, yeah. Yeah,
4: I, yeah. I, I grew up with those at Tinley. That was one aisle I actually made it down. I missed half that show somehow. I don't know. I missed half the aisles. I was there for three days. It was just really busy. But um, yeah, they're they're fantastic. I just think as of right now, I just I, I'm kind of hydrated out so far. I didn't want to spend the money just yet, so we'll see how that goes.
2: I need a hookup on the east coast that has albinos. So you got to do it.
4: So. Yeah, seriously, so. seriously. <laughs> I want to get rough scales next. That's the next thing I think. Is rough scales. That's my. Oh. Thing. I've been talking to you with that. It's been a year now, but I'm, I, that's still what I
2: want to do. You you told me once that you were like I didn't realize how cool they were, and then I brought one of my I brought my boys to a show once. I think you were part of the group. Of Amazing, like, away from me. So yeah, yeah, I'm They're part cool. of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> you don't
1: you yeah. don't notice how cool they are until you see
2: them as well. I don't want to say well,
1: is yours adults, Owen? Now is yours an adult? That male you had at Carpet Ron, Fest?
2: I'm not Romulus. I'm not getting any bigger because he's. Yeah, I, that's the size I want him to be. So I say he's going right. to help. Vulcan's still got some growing to do, but he's catching up. So yeah, yeah. And then I get to start this all over again, go little one. So hmm, that's
4: a, that, that's that's mm. definitely a snake you need to see in person. I think
2: yeah, it is. Yeah. it is. Because I don't think any pictures do them justice. And also, it's so cool to like feel them, kind of run through your hands. Yes,
4: Yeah. So, yes. I yeah. know, super neat. I like the whole battle chondro. I'm
2: working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why breed I it bought to an yeah,
1: yeah, Breed it to an <laughs> aru and you have, like, triple hybrid. You'll be all right, man.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get burned at the stake for that one. So, uh, how about that? Would
2: you, would you consider moving into other liasses, or are you just sticking with the olives at this point?
4: Probably just the olives, just because I have that water python. you still have that?
2: Yeah, he's a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazier, crazier, crazier in all health. That thing was nuts. But but he's I, actually chilled out. The female is that I have is a is an evil evil thing that actually jumped out of the cage yesterday and was underneath the racks, and I had to take apart my entire snake room to retrieve her yesterday. Oh so, yeah, that sucks. Fuscus are really not my favorite liasis. I mean, it. Yeah.
4: yeah, he used to do like that death tornado thing. <laughs> like, like, he'd get himself around, try to bite every part of me that he could. Yes. I was like, yeah, Owen wants this thing Here, Owen, you want this? You're like, yes, yeah, you
2: awesome. Owen wants this Take Owen. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It'll fit in nicely with the other psychopath he has. So. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So now, probably just olives for now, you know, I just, I can't ever see myself being focused on one thing. I, I, I know some people think that's bad, and some people think that's all right, but I just I'm not the type of guy to be focused on one thing. It's just not gonna happen. So
2: I'm all over the place. Nah, I like I like, all I like the all over the place. You're talking to two guys. You have the core yeah all over and the place. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Reticks, So I uh, yeah.
1: I call it Noah's Ark syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had that. I've had
4: that to the extremes, like two of every kind. <laughs> no yeah. bad news bad news but it always has to be a pair i guess that'd be the noah's oracle but yeah yeah sure i can't ever there's, i just I just don't ever see it i don't ever see being able to i actually tried to specialize just in leopard geckos like about two years ago just it just yeah it lasted about six months just
1: like i can't do this well i've i've done it with so. uh, with carpets but it seems that you know i always thought because there's so many different types different you know subspecies of carpets that that could just keep my interest but I, it doesn't like carpets will always be the focus of my collection but you know it's just so many other cool pythons are really my thing um, yeah but there's just so many cool snakes out mm. there you know it's as soon as you think you have it all, somebody else comes along and you're like, God damn it. <laughs>
4: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's like, look, squirrel. Like, you're all
2: over the place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're done. Um, Jamie, are you a little bit concerned about when it comes down to breeding the owls that uh, – have you heard the rumors that apparently another male is needed?
4: I I have. I've heard that. I talked to um, Jason from Hellbent. He, he breeds all this. He's a cool dude. Um, I have some of his stuff too, carpet wise. Um, he, uh, he was telling me that too, but I've also talked to other guys who are breeding them and they only have a pair. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, they say the same thing, like, like the Candoya stuff that I have, they, that I hear that with that too. But you know, like the one guy where I bought my, uh, Isabel Island ground bow is from, he only has a pair and he gets babies every year. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think at first when they're, they're kind of newer to the hobby, I think that that may be. More of a necessity. I mean, I don't have a problem picking up another male. I mean, so what? But right. I, right. I don't know. I mean, it takes so long to grow them up. I, I probably will do that. I just, I just happened to. I ended up picking up another female from the same clutch that, from that Jeff Hartwick guy. Um, yeah. So I grabbed it when I could, you know. So, just kind of worked out that way.
1: Cool. I hear that they're. Uh, I mean, I know you guys haven't bred them yet, but I hear that they're a little bit tricky to breed, just in general. Uh, do you or how are, yeah, you probably. Got, how are you going to approach yeah. it? You're just going to do standard I, Python stuff?
4: Uh, when it gets closer, I've got about three, three and a half years to worry about that. So I think when it gets closer, I'll probably I'll probably focus in on it a little bit. And I bet you, you know, by then there's going to be a lot more data, like between, you know, just regular captive bread breeders. Yeah. There'll be a lot more information. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it seems It'll like those up. type of uh, those those type of pythons in particular, you know, olives. Uh, I think of uh, you know uh, ring pythons and uh, yeah, stuff mm-hmm. like that, that that people you know haven't really focused on, and now all of a sudden seems to have sort of an uptick in the uh, in the python market, so to speak, where I think more people will be trying to bring with in with them. Yeah. Rings my, were that I mean, was like
4: probably 5 or 6 years ago there was rings all over it. and not I should yeah. say all over. It. At shows, all of a they, sudden. they were like $99. 100 bucks, 150 bucks. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't even know what the hell it was. I thought it was a freaking corn snake when I first looked at it. I was like, what the hell is that thing? But uh, <laughs> and then they just vanished. Gone. Yeah. You know, and then they come back and the last time, oh and I think you probably I think you and I were talking about that there was a dude at Hamburg selling yeah. a, one baby for $1500.
2: Yes. Yep, there. Was, I, I remember the guy. He uh, he brought uh, like a whole group, a whole little clutch down. He had like six or seven of them, and he's yeah. like be there yeah. with rings. And you know, I had not seen rings at a show ever. I mean, I, you'd seen them pictures at Tom Sjogren's place and stuff like that. And it's like they went from 150 bucks to non-existent to like two thousand dollars a baby. And it's like, holy yeah. crap! So yeah, yeah. and it's
3: uh,
2: and they're still pretty high up there. Uh, I mean, my only concern with breeding my olive pythons and things like that is I really don't want them to kill each other. So, uh, I Yeah, that is a shitty that can thing. Happen to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've spent seven years raising this thing and then the male gets in there and like, kills her. I'll be like, well, well yeah. you're dying. This <laughs> is, yeah, you know, it's just to
1: be one of those things yeah. you're like,
2: and I'm done never getting these again.
1: So, Maybe that's why you need two males because the female kills the first one.
2: Yeah, kills the first All one and then you put in the other one. Yeah, that's great, Eric. <laughs> a great really that- narrative. Yeah, not why. Uh, that's a really shitty theory. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, had, I put my maclots together, and like I put them together, and instantly they're like food, and like wrap each other up, and I'm like, what? No, and you have to like separate them from each other. Um, yeah. So that that, and I would just imagine, you know, olives get a lot bigger, and it would be a lot more. To try to play <laughs> off a, you know, ten foot. Twelve-foot animal from each other, so with big teeth, yeah. with big teeth, yeah, <laughs> big
1: teeth, yeah. Let's talk about. Uh, you said you you work with uh, walmart pythons. Um, what are your experiences? Uh, it seems to me like the people that I talk to that the the eggs are pretty difficult to uh, to get going. Is that is that your experience? Or I agree. I agree completely. Um, I bred them once
4: years ago. I bred them again when I got another pair. Um, geez, uh, 2013, I guess it was, and that was fine. I was like, oh, this is this is easy.
3: <laughs>
4: Last year, got nothing. This year, I got a pretty good clutch. I took a picture, sent it to, to Bail, and he sent me a picture. He had, he got, I think he got some too. Um, mm-hmm. Four days later, I smelled them. I oh. pulled them out of the incubator. That was it. And I was like, oh, what wow. in the three hells? Like, this just makes no sense. So I don't know what it is. I, ha- I have another female. She'll be ready next year to try. But I-, I already know the female that I have. I mean, she's already laid, you know, a clutch that was awesome. And then, uh, so I-, I don't really know what the deal is with that. But I have read about that a lot. And I'm going to have to agree with it <laughs> 100%. <laughs> they eggs look perfect too when, they were- they were- when she laid them. They were phenomenal. Phenomenal eggs. Probably the best looking python eggs I've ever seen in my life. Really? And they just went wow. bad. Yep, they went bad. And I, I use Sims. I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys do like the light diffuser shoebox dealios or whatever you guys do, but I use Sims. I put them um, in a the
2: plastic tub and shove them in my incubators. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> the incubators
4: that I have are the um, the the newer ones kind of that Evolution Exotics makes, you know, uh, oh, yeah. And they're cool because you can leave the door open and the temperature doesn't really change besides like about a half a degree. Yeah, because but there's a lot of still. air movement. There's a lot mm-hmm. of air movement because it uses a heating element and a big giant and a fan. So it seemed like they were everything was drying out super quick using a traditional shoebox style kind of, you know, the light diffuser, you know, whatever perlite, hatch, right, vermiculite, whatever you're going to use. So I started using the Sims this season and um, I really like those. I like those a lot. And the eggs, look they look great, but they just they obviously were not fertile.
2: Cool. Uh, I mean, I, I know Andrew uses the sim containers as well as those same type of incubators, and yeah, he likes to be accurate with his monitors. So, yeah, Mike yeah, Curtin was, was yeah, that's a bitch. Hmm.
1: Mike Curtin was talking about them at Carpet Fest, and he was raving about how how good those uh, Sims containers are. Um, yeah, he said the eggs were phenomenal. So,
4: I used them for geckos back, like when they first came out. They were kind of more push towards the, you know, like the tail kind of gecko, Australian gecko kind of thing that they were into when those guys first came out with them, and then hog nose, I think, was the other thing. So they didn't bring out the big ones until recently, but um, yeah, I think they're great. I mean, I don't really know what the difference is, so I can't really say, but it makes a difference. I think it's just how the lid is kind of like a more rubbery and it kind of feels a little better. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Especially with huh. those those style incubators, I mean, there's it's like a wind tunnel in there moving around, so. There's a lot of air moving. So I, th- I think that, that that drives traditional style shoebox light diffusers out pretty quick.
0: Cool.
2: Very cool. So now let's go into the Boas because apparently this is my section. And <laughs> you and I are going to have a talk later about that. Um, uh, <laughs> what what do you have? Shut up, you. What do you have Boa-wise? Well, I have BCOs, Argentines.
4: Um, Those are probably my favorite boas. They always were. They were one of the first boas I got back Mm. years ago. Um, And, of course, I sold my whole collection like a dummy. And now I'm slowly getting them back. Um, I have those. They're not ready to go yet. though. They'll be another year, at least for the one female. Um, Those I really, really like. They just seem different to me when it comes to – they remind me a lot of the olives. Um, Yeah. Like their intelligence, I guess. So I dig those. And, and and black is always good, so I like black. So black is good. Um, and <laughs> then I have the Dominicans, of course, we've had that touched on that little conversation. I they have done nothing for yeah. me besides lock up, eat, poop, and urate all over everything. Um
2: <laughs> I mean, you did tell me a picture of them locked up, so I thought you were gonna get, you know, a litter this year. So.
4: Well it takes about four hundred years for them to lay it, you know, to have babies, so I don't even know. Yeah. They need to be dropping. I I have no idea. But they are they're cool but
2: they're dirty. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is the best which you know of them yeah they're uh super super oh, uh super gross cages
3: uh super gross
4: they're like rainbow boas times 10 when it comes to filth Um yep but they're cool i do have rainbow boas they're yearlings um i have brazilians which are i love those as well i like the Colombians too i'll probably pick some of those up if i find them and then of course there's the other subspecies which i should have bought when i could have but i didn't um the other things I have that I, I like are the, the Solomon Island ground boas, the Isabella Island ones, the white ones. Um, they're yearlings. Well, now they're like a year and a half old, so they're still really small, but they're just gorgeous. Um, the ones I have are captive bred from a guy in Maryland. Um, so they eat rodents you know, right off the bat when I got them. Mm-hmm. They're just doing awesome, but they grow really slow. Um, they're cool, and I have um, – which is the uh, the tree bella version of the Solomon Island, the red and black ones. I have those too. I like those. They're cool. Me. But they're they're about a year off too till they can breed. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm I they're kinda like one of those things like I like looking at so I'm not really I don't get, if they don't breed then whatever. It is what it is. They're just for me to look at. So but if they breed it's great. And I'll brag, and I'll show pictures, and I'll be the man. Of course. Why not? Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it doesn't
4: happen, I'm just not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I just look He's it up. Very quiet.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nope, you no got to keep your pride. Yeah, you got to keep your pride. So. We'll see. We'll see. I, I was always told there was a lot of gecko species that I'd work with that were supposed to be very difficult to breed, and I bred them. So.
2: We'll see. right. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Those you can shout from mountaintops. When you miss a leopard gecko clutch, you just keep quiet. Yeah, no, that stuff. Yeah, anybody can breed those things.
4: I'm gonna get flamed for that one, but that's uh, that. Takes no. Well, yeah. Anyway, but that's it for boas, really. Oh, I, I mean, I do have um, um, regular albino, call albinos. I have a pair of those, and I wouldn't mind getting some sh- some sharp strain stuff. I like that stuff too. So we'll see down the road, you know. But
2: maybe some more.
4: So. Yeah, cool. yeah, I dig them. I
1: dig boas just as
4: much as I like pythons. That's an even split.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Are are Kandoia difficult to work with? I mean.
2: Yeah.
4: I don't think so, but you know, like like I said, the Isabel ones I have, being captive bred, I think that that may be a lot different than bringing them, you know, getting them imported and, you know, trying to make them eat. Um, the ones, the first one, the other ones that I got, the uh, the tree boas, they are imports. But I got them now eating frozen-thawed fuzzies and hoppers, so I'm pretty stoked about that. At first, I was a little scared, but they're doing okay now. So they actually are vicious eaters. They want to. They open it. The, you know, I keep them in tubs actually. Um, the Isabel phase, the ground bows are in, in in a rack, and so are the tree bows. But they're in like a taller bin. I I think it's a 15 quart right now, Sterilite style rack, almost like a crested gecko kind of rack. Gotcha. Um, with perches and perches, and and there, there's actually a substrate in there. I mix cocoa fiber with some soil, with some um, sphagnum moss, and a little bit of uh, cypress
1: mulch. So they, and they need have a huge like water bowl. humidity. <laughs> they, they
4: they need yeah. The way whatever I've been told is that they, they do need a higher humidity and kind of more of a uh, more of a sloppy mess <laughs> of a container, I guess. <laughs> but um, they seem to do well. They're always Slopping around their water bowl or hanging off the bamboo or whatever. So they're doing good. I've had them since like last fall. So I don't know if they're difficult. I think that they, they can be, I guess, if you get them in their gecko eaters. But I think out of all imported stuff, I think the candoy are probably the easiest to switch over to rodents, uh, you know, according to the stuff that I've paid attention to. That, um, what's his, Dan Mullery, is that his name? DM, his yeah. artist, I think it is. Yeah, he, yep. he. I watch a lot of his videos too. He's a cool dude. Um, that yeah. imported pairs from him. He, he he says the same thing, and I was kind of, when I was looking and getting into him, I was kind of watching his stuff and checking out what he had, and um, he said that very same thing, you know, they're, they're like the easiest thing to get to switch to rodents, so, I mean, especially frozen thawed, I did live for a little while, and then I did stunned, and then, you know, just, just you know, take the, the regular steps you take to get anything to eat, and um, now they're frozen thawed, take them right off the tongs, they come flying out of the bins, they're ready to pierce my ears in the whole nine yards, so,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: worse,
1: yeah. Uh that's awesome. work cool. they're
4: cool looking though. I mean they're just really cool with the flat heads and they're just so strange looking. So
1: Yeah, I have I've always been curious about them and always kind of wanted to take you the them, into them You <laughs> need them. You need them. <laughs> I wait till you breed them, you know. <laughs> oh, man, they will
4: be like 25 years from now. You need them before oh.
3: that. <laughs> Sooner uh, soon. So
2: they do
4: foster a lot like like the Amazon tree though. So they kind of do the same thing, but they don't come lunging at you like they do.
2: Uh, I hate Amazon. Amazons. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know I, why I super, still have them.
4: <laughs> they're cool, though. They're super cool. Um, yeah,
2: death from above. So Yeah, well. they
4: are. I did get some Condros, too, in that last last fall right after Timley, because you guys were talking about them for so long.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just,
4: finally, I got some. I got three um, Beox, and they're super cool, too. Like, they're handleable, and they're just starting to change colors, and... I, I just they're, they're cool they're very cool I don't think I'll expand any further than that I'll wait until they grow up until I can sex them but they're they are neat too
2: yeah very cool uh, I uh, so let's I, I think we're getting a caller on the line so
0: <laughs>
2: what, Eric, what, <laughs> line? What, what is going on here? apparently <laughs> we have a caller to ask you some questions uh, hello yeah.
5: hi Jamie
2: oh wow
5: Hi! <laughs> Hi, Jamie. How are you? <laughs>
4: I'm good. How are you?
5: I told you I was gonna call.
4: You 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 yeah. did, and I thought you were kidding. Apparently not. No.
5: No, I follow through.
4: Huh?
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I I just have I just have some questions for you.
3: <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so,
5: <laughs> things that I can't ask you at Hamburg. So yeah. Um, out of all your, your gecko species, what is your, what is your favorite that you're working with right now?
4: Well, I only have two left and I'd have to say it's probably the caves, probably the Asian stuff that I still like and enjoy. Um, Yeah. Besides that, that's probably about it. I mean, I do enjoy the leopards. I like the leopards just because it's, it's kind of a mystery what's going to hatch and I Mm -hmm. have such a diverse collection, it'd be kind of foolish to chuck them all away, but I don't have to say the caves. Definitely the caves. They're super cool. And they're room temperature. You can't really beat that.
5: No, you can't. You can't. Um, They're evil-looking.
4: Evil-looking. Yeah, they are.
5: They are so (laughs) evil-looking. That's Uh, the draw.
4: Yes.
5: (laughs) What species of cave geckos do you like the the best?
4: I actually like the hay and the chinese the 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 cheapest one the cheapest one <laughs> the cheapest like the, the <laughs> <best>. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah of all the things that i've had you know you know 4 or 500 dollar babies i i dig the ones that are like 8 bucks they're the first ones i got and they're the ones that i i kind of established and they're the ones i still like the best i like the black and the yellow which kind of odd because i like black and yellow hence carpet pythons so yeah i had
5: i had three i had three Hanan-Sys, and um owen's really good at handling them um,
4: I doubt that. <laughs>
5: yeah. I doubt that. I
2: doubt that. I doubt that. But you can't he be knows, black. He knows that, that story about how I really liked yeah. that one. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he,
5: lopped a, a tail off, yeah. Um.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah, I, I got nothing. I've been at work all day and I'm tired. So that's, that's all I got. But I wanted to call in and, yeah. <laughs> um, right, your little, question. your little, uh, your, your giant day is doing well. Um, he eats from a spoon.
4: Awesome. awesome. Oh, wow. That's pathetic. <laughs>
5: Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> he's nice. from a student and nice. it's wonderful.
4: <laughs> that was ac- accidental breedings. Accidental gecko breedings are always the best.
5: Yeah. No, he's he's cute. Uh, I saw you got done with one, too, so. Two. He got two.
4: Two. Oh. He got two.
5: Oh, tw- he
4: got
5: two. Twice, twice is dumb. <laughs>
4: yes. Yes, he has two. He's going to have to, yeah, that'll be a good time. All
5: right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed
2: now. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Have a nice night. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah. Now that we've gone on the gecko tangent, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, this, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Now I got to switch back over. so
1: I got to work on the other you half. Do, of course. you
2: got to switch switch the gears. Hey, wait. Up. I have to. Wow.
1: Did, you, did you get your box? Yeah, did you get the No, it didn't come yet. No, it didn't oh my come God.
2: yet. At
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's a half hour late. On top of being already a day late. I mean,
2: wow. I, oh, shitty.
1: I'm gonna go look at the door. Maybe they just left it on the step and ran away.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that would be that would be par for the course. Yeah, he's probably been out there for like freaking nope. an hour and he hasn't even looked. But no, nope, it's not there. I looked. All right. Anyway. Ooh.
1: Wow. Jamie, while we now it's time things. to get the blood flowing now that we got the gecko go. stuff out of the way we're not knitting sweaters and putting top hats on geckos <laughs> anymore <laughs> oh yeah that's really bad oh. that's, that's awful anyway. shit right
4: there <laughs> um awful awful gecko who
3: thought
4: print? of that should be their
2: head cut off anyway I, I hate bearded dragons with clothes but anyway
4: oh so bad um
2: Have any of the tricks you have learned while breeding gecko, have you been able to apply any of them to breeding your pythons? That's a weird question.
4: I don't... um, It is.
2: That's why I like it.
4: Wow. You may have stumped me. You know, I don't know, really. No, because it's like kind of opposite. Yeah. Like gecko eggs puff up. Python eggs shrink down like it's... So I don't know. I don't know, but I I'll tell you what though, when you when you have an animal that you've raised up for years to breed not not, you know, 9 or 10 months and you see a shriveled up egg, it's just really shitty. Like it's a totally different thing, you know.
2: How long does it take for them to hit sexual maturity? Uh,
4: you can breed a leopard gecko within a year.
2: Jesus Christ.
4: So I mean, when we st- if we if we get into a market conversation, I can explain how that
2: we will. It's extremely <laughs>
4: detrimental to anyone making any kind of investment. So, well, yes. yeah. I mean, that's a, where we're big, going right big, now. Big, that's actually <laughs> yeah, the next yeah. question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All
2: right, 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 right. It, 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 how is the gecko market currently? I would have to say, in my opinion, of
4: course, it is extremely oversaturated and oversaturated with base level stuff from people who just kind of got into it in the last couple of years, you know, and not really paying attention to line breeding and wanting to create their own lines and whatnot, and just breeding for the sake of having every morph A to Z that exists, which there are so many, it's ridiculous like Royals and leopard deck. It's like the same thing pretty much. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's that good <laughs> in my <laughs> opinion. I don't think it really is. I mean, it's, you know, there never really was a rhyme or reason to it. It, it kind of goes in waves, and I think it goes in waves by – I don't know. That kind of ties into Facebook, honestly. I have a really weird opinion, and I'm kind of, like, always on the outside, hence the reason why most of my friends are snake um, guys.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, I don't know. Makes like, sense. I, I think <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with that. Like, I think a lot of it has to do with Facebook, honestly. Um, okay. There's just so many and it's one of those things where if you don't stay relevant on a daily basis, you're irrelevant in three or four weeks. And it's it's kinda of hard to do. I mean, it really is when it comes to that many people working with the same things. Um Yeah, and that kind of ties into auctions too. So we can really go down a rabbit hole here if you guys are that's what you're do really it. for, but do it
3: do it. Do it do yeah. Do it. <laughs> um go. <laughs>
4: I mean, I kind of watched it peak again, and I kind of watched it fall. I mean, some guys, obviously, this is my opinion, and they can say whatever, but um, a few years ago, I think it kind of peaked. You know, and when it peaked, and there was a lot of new stuff and and a lot of new combo stuff, and everything was kind of banging around, and it seemed like a lot of people jumped in, which I kind of see. Jesus, I don't even want to say this. Well, yeah, because I'm kind of doing the same thing, but not really. And I, I started collecting carpets like two years ago, so I'm kind of out of that. But, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, I think I can see it too, with the Morelia world, kind of like people are kind of like jumping in kind of fast. Um, I don't know what you, I don't know what you guys' opinions are. I mean, we've had little conversations here and there, but, um, I've seen it. It it just, it just got so overwhelming with people and babies. And now think about it. If you think about a leopard gecko, um, you buy something for a thousand dollars and then in a year it breeds and then you sell your babies. You're basically selling the best stuff you're going to produce to your, you're your basically the person who's going to out produce you the next year. So you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot, but I think that's kind of how reptiles are in general. Um,
2: yeah, usually unless you're, it's like an animal that takes several years to mature. See, know.
4: And that that's a good thing. I think when it comes to market stuff, like I think that's I would a good agree. Thing. And this is probably why I, I don't, know, I never did it as a business cause I'd look at it. I just, I don't know. But, um, I saw it peak. I saw it fail. I saw all kinds of stuff kind of go down. There was the epic, like, like Facebook wars a couple of years ago. Everybody and their just hated each other. Um, right. A lot of that revolved around auctions, honestly. Um, you know, when, when when something's new, be it whatever it is, and you throw it out there, say, say it should be an $800 animal and you auction off for $200, that $800 now got erased. Now the base price is two hundred dollars right. because someone can say, "Dude, I just bought that for two hundred bucks. Why would I pay six fifty or whatever?" And it could look totally different, but it's the same morph. It doesn't matter because of the line bread, you know, traits and whatnot to enhance whatever you're in hand. Um, and I think that that was kind of a downfall to a lot of it. Um, I mean, there are still some guys that are doing really good, but they're the guys that you know they do it for a living. They have no choice. They have to be on social media every single day. They're on Twitter. They're on. Facebook, they're on all that stuff, and I, I don't even know how they keep up with it, to be honest with you. But um, you, you just become irrelevant super fast, and you just have to keep up with it. But I think, in the end, I think a lot of that stuff was a detriment to the hobby.
1: I think, yeah. don't you think that the the same thing happened with uh, you know, ro- the Royals? I mean, as far as uh, auctions and whatnot, I mean,
0: it yeah, just seems I like-
1: think so too. Like, go ahead. I was just going to say, it just seems like as soon as you introduce that into uh, the only thing, uh, well, okay, the only thing that I could see that would be somewhat good about an auction is the fact that there's there's two two reasons. One, I like when they do it as far as uh,
2: raising money Benefit. for
1: something. Okay, yeah, absolutely. That, that's a charity
2: auction. That, that's that a cannot... completely different animal. Yes.
4: Yeah, so, and that cannot correct. carry over to the regular market because that's just not fair. Like that's just yeah. irrelevant. Like that's a totally correct. different thing. I do them all the time with stuff like I, I whatever. You know what I mean? This guy has this, or this person, you know, sick or whatever. Um, that's different. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: And, sure. mo- and most of the time, most of the time with those, the animals actually go for a little bit more. They're the higher more- they yeah. do, they yeah. do.
3: Yeah,
1: it's a good cause. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. Then the, the only other side that I could see to that is is that sometimes I wonder what an animal is worth. Like, I, I mean, it, it, are, are we crazy to think that an animal is worth, say, $800? In reality, maybe it's only worth $500 because that's what people are willing to pay for it. Like rough skills is a perfect example. Yeah. You know, you have people that say, oh, well, I'm going to wait till the price comes down. I'm going to wait right. till the price comes down. So they don't they don't get into it. it.
2: You're not you're well, not figuring out what the animal is worth. You're figuring out what people are willing to pay for it. So, well, then right, that's isn't the yeah. that what it's worth? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, there there are certain people who will pay more for certain animals, and you know that. It's you know, there are certain people who will pay eight hundred dollars for this, but then you're finding out the majority of the people will pay six or seven. Now, is that just because that's what the animal's worth, or is that what people are willing to part with? See.
1: I don't know how you guys you got, feel about this, and maybe maybe I shouldn't say this on the air, but why not? Too late. One <laughs> well, of those shows. Um, All right,
2: here we go. Controversial. Well, day.
1: this Come is how this I feel. This, this is how I feel about it. Like, as people drop the prices on, let's say, an albino carpet, I yeah. think I'm gonna keep my price because I would keep my price at what I it, it, in. I think that the first thing that carpet people don't do enough of is grade. They're animals, you know, you have some that are exceptional, which should be higher than some that are just average. Um, you know, I think if you have exceptional jungles, you'll be able to sell them for 500 bucks a pop. Oh, no totally. Yeah. You I know, agree. and then you're going to have some jungles. They're probably worth maybe three, maybe two. Yeah. Maybe there's even some that are worth a hundred, you know, uh, that, and that's like that, pet grade stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that that doesn't mean that all jungles are worth a hundred bucks, you know. No, so, so like, if if I if no, I know that a particular pairing that I have is like, you know, I, I I've specifically handpicked animals from certain lineages that, you know, uh, to me this is where I'm taking this project. You know, I can take IJs for example. You know, I have GQ IJs and PCIJs and you know uh, these exceptional animals that. I'm not selling them for dirt cheap, and mm. I think the thing that people don't do, and what I see with carpets is, they're getting in that mode of just breeding to breed, to pump out. Yep. More morph is a morph is a morph is a morph.
2: Yep. 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 Yep.
1: And that that saturates the market, which then yep drops the price. Yep. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And then
4: and then the, you know then you got to deal with the mentality of that. Like people will see that. And they won't realize the benefits of a line bred, you know, more a pristine animal. And, and, and it kind of it, it kind of sets the bar really low, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know any other way to say it. I mean, it's it's you know, and you'll have guys, you know, even like me, like I'm, I'm out shopping for carpets or whatever. I, I don't I look for what I'm looking for. And it, it better be like the best example of what I want. Like, I'm not going to you know, but that that's me. That's not like the new guy coming in who's going to be like, you know what, dude, I have 300 bucks. Um, I want to get as many friggin' animals as I can for 300 bucks, and then yeah. that guy breeds, and then he sells his stuff dirt cheap, and then that guy breeds, and he sells his, and it just it's like a domino effect. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's I spooky, think the problem like, with when you think about it.
1: Yeah, I think the problem is is that you have so many people producing, and they produced animals that they're not willing to sit on, and mm-hmm. with that being the case. Uh, then, then you go to things like auctions so that they can get rid of it for dirt cheap
2: and
5: make up not room have for to worry about,
2: but, but they breed the same pairing the following year. They clear out the one clutch animals just to make room for the same damn thing. And yeah. Which would, would work
4: sometimes know. if it sells like hotcakes and it's an awesome pairing, which I understand, but nine yes, times out but of
3: 10 isn't.
2: It's just replacing what you just sold. And why are you doing that? So, yeah right. No, oh, yeah, yeah no, I agree. Makes no damage. Now I understand that. Like every year, I will produce a clutch of tigers because every year uh, I burn through my tigers and. Yeah, they're fun. nice
4: tigers though. They're not mediocre yeah, tigers. and and they're that's and
2: the they're difference. not and they're not the same pairing of tigers every year. I have enough tigers I can mix them all around and do different shit. And I've kept enough holdbacks But it's never the same pairing of tigers every year. But I still sell a lot of tigers and. That's the whole point. That, that's the good thing is you mix it around, you do that stuff, and you sell out. I'm not breeding the same animals every freaking time because everybody's going to buy my tigers, and then the next year they're not going to want the tigers. They already got it. So, yeah. And then they're going to get pissed because I'm going to drop the price down to 100 bucks because I can't move these tigers, and they bought it for $200. So, you know, we're, you're, you're cutting our nose off to spite our face, and it's stupid. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it kind of
4: goes that way with everything, though. Like, I don't know what, how do you stop it's it? True. How do you make it right? Like, it, it, it's like that with every every niche in the reptile community, I think, is it kind is. of just how it is.
2: I guess quality I, over quantity, I guess. I don't know.
1: Well, that's what it should be. I mean, you should really be, uh, I don't know. That, that, this would be another thing that I always thought carpet python breeders, you know, were different than, say, your standard um you know uh, commonplace reptile breeders whereas you know they're just producing just so they have something they're going to a show they're selling it and it is what it is if 20 corn table. snake 100 dollar mm-hmm. you know uh ball python whatever the case may be i mean i have no problem with prices dropping i i
2: that's because natural, gonna happen.
1: They're gonna come down, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I I am not in this delusional world that when I spend, you know, five thousand dollars for this morph A, that by the time I get to breed it, it's gonna be selling for five thousand dollars.
3: You know, yeah, right.
1: I, I have no problem with, with the thing coming down. But god damn it, man. Why are you why why are people <laughs> just like driving it down? To the dirt as fast as it can go it's it, I think what bothers me the most is the hypocrisy of these people and the fact that they trashed the ball Python people for so long about they're just in it for the money they' they don't care about the snip blah 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 on and on and on and on and on post after post after post you know thread after thread after thread and then boom. Same thing. Once they get the football, do the
2: same <laughs> damn thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Same playbook. I always,
4: th- I always say, the, you know, the, a little thing I always say is every, like with the leopard gecko thing. Um, it seemed like like a lot of the bigger guys. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of us really, but everybody was racing towards the bottom, and everybody won. Like what? What do yeah. you do when you're there? I mean, at that point, you're it's over. Yeah. Like you're just. You've set yeah. a bar that's so low. You've set a mindset between all your customers. And you know another thing too that I've noticed over the last couple of years. And Owen, you vend a lot of shows. So you maybe you you maybe the clientele of a show is not what it was even two years no, ago. No,
2: is not. You're not. It used you're, to be.
4: It used to be breeders coming. I mean, it, predominantly yeah. it was. It doesn't matter where you were. I don't care what show you're at. I don't care if I was in New York or Pennsylvania or Rhode Island, wherever the hell I was. It yeah. was always breeders coming to buy next year's breeder stock.
2: Reading stuff, you know, and yeah.
4: now the bigger shows, you know, they are just like a giant pet expo where someone, even yes. my table, as simple as, I mean, every once in a while I'll have a carpet or something on there, but not typically right now. And I'm not I'm just not ready to do that yet, but um, they'll they'll ask me what it is. Like, when you have to ask yes. what a leopard gecko is, the shit's over. Like, it's just...
2: You, you've you you not been here at all, ever. It's,
4: and that happened it's even wonderful. at Hamburg for the last two years. It's happened every yeah. show,
2: and I've watched it just... Think deeper but and deeper and deeper. You I mean, see you're not seeing guys who are going to buy animals to. You're not seeing the people like what I was, where I went and I and I walked around the show and I bought my road and I left. And I went and I walked around the show and I bought my road and I left. Then I got my money and I walked in and I found the animal that was going to be plugged into my breeding stock and project and burned like a thousand dollars and then ate three packs of tuna for the rest of the summer. So those people are gone. <laughs> where you're like seriously investing in stuff. Yeah, it's the people who are walking around with backpacks and trying to figure out how many animals they can get for their two hundred, three hundred dollars that they walk in the door with and that they're going to take and they're going to throw up on Craigslist the next day or they're going to take and they're going to, you know, fill around with it and sell at the next show. And it's almost like you see the real people. Weave in and out of these of these other people get what they got to do what they got to do, get what they got to get done and leave. A lot of times those people set up sales before they even walk in the door. Those are the people's animals. The serious people are people's animals I have underneath the table before I even walk in the door. So it's become this, like you said, like petting zoo mentality. It's something fun to do with the kids. It's people who aren't serious. It's people who walk in the door and say, you know what? I've never had a crocodile skink before. Let's buy 12 and then go home and try to figure it out and kill them all. It's, well, you know, yeah, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. There's nothing but wrong the, with
4: that. But we like a lot of us aren't geared towards that. that makes no. Sense.
2: And the other problem is that the problem is that you're pandering to the prices of these people. One time I was selling a few of Eric's animals on my table and one was a lightning line male jungle carpet. And some guy walked up to me and asked me how much it was. I told him, apparently, that was like the grossest price you'd ever seen on a jungle carpet python. So he tells me that, well, it doesn't matter if I buy this female and you're male or I buy that male, I'll breed them together, I'll still get jungle carpets. I'm like, yeah, but you won't have lightning line jungle carpets. You won't have pretty jungle carpets. You won't have jungle carpets to command this price. Do you understand that? And he went and he bought two carpet pythons. He said they were jungles. He brought them back for me to look at them, and I didn't even want them to touch my table. Um, <laughs> yeah. like hundred. he bought them from a hundred bucks from somebody who had like, you know, they were next to Bufo Moranis or something like that. He had no yeah. idea was going on. So yeah. he brought them back and I'm looking at these things. One's clearly a coastal jungle cross. The other one's probably a diamond jungle. And I'm like, got lineage? He goes, no. I'm like, all right, have fun trying to sell these later. So it's like, there, there's no seriousness in half of the time that we're talking at Hamburg. So.
4: Yeah, no, it's a joke. Even, even, even the New York show is kind of like just as bad, really. Yeah, it's just, just bad. you know, the thing that's going to save like, like the Morelia world, I think is going to be the lineage thing. Like, I think that that's going to be, that was a smart thing for people to kind of establish that kind of bar of lineage, like where you should have the lineage. And that was Mm -hmm. smart. That was really, really smart. How you guys kind of did that, like whoever it was and how, you know, you establish that as being the norm going to be. Something that saves you guys, I guess, or even myself, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. That really is. And the other thing too is 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 like like even like Eric said, like having a better quality animal and keep your prices up no matter what. Like you may be a slump for six months, but I think it'll come back. You know, once people yeah. realize that there's there's no huge money here. You're not going to get rich. You're not buying a friggin' yacht. You're not hanging out with Jay Z tomorrow. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just is what it is. Like it, you either love it or you don't, it, it's either worth a lot to you and worth a lot to me, or it isn't like, it,
1: it'll, it'll flush itself out more or less. Right. Yeah. I, I, do, I, mean, do you think that one of the things that you're seeing, um, I think I could be wrong, but one of the things you're seeing with ball pythons is that <clears throat> I think that the people that really dig working with those are, they're going to flush out the people that are just in it because they were in it for a quick buck. and I think it's it happening rese- fast.
2: I think it's happening yeah. really fast.
1: Like, it'll rapid, reset like, itself. Really rapid. Yeah, yeah, it'll reset itself and it'll be similar to like, I don't think, well, I don't think it'll be similar to like ring pythons where you don't see it, but I think that you, there'll be things that people will want to get and they won't be able to get it. And, you know, the people that, you know, just stayed with it because they really dig it, uh, they'll be able to, they'll have them available. And then, you know, that's how that guy that's selling a $1,500 ring python is able to do that. Because if you're the only guy that has them, (laughs) well, you either pay it or you don't have them,
4: you know?
3: Yep, that's it.
4: And that comes down Mm -hmm. to passion, more or less. You have the passion to stick with it while it sucks until it comes back you know and and you know and that that's where I kind of fall with like the gecko thing like I just kind of lost my steam, I guess and I still dig them and i I, I the, the, you know the community's cool and whatnot, but I'm just not just doesn't thrill me as much as it used to yeah. Do you think so that for me the... it's time to, time to you know it's time to kind of slim down only work on a couple things and and focus on something else that I look at and say that's awesome. I can't wait to clean that shit. You know what I mean?
2: Instead of <laughs> right. Oh, I got to
4: clean shit today. <laughs> you know, I, mean, painful, I can't right? wait I mean, to clean
2: that thing's crap. Yeah. It's, you know? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's like this sucks. I'm going to call a wholesaler. I'm out of here. You know,
1: but, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was, um, what do you think that, uh, social media has to do with the reptile world and, you know, the market and everything. Do you think that that's had a positive effect or a negative effect? Or
2: I think that Facebook the is the, the
1: devil.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amen. But at the same Man, you time, are really <laughs> trying to get those uh, citrus tigers from Eric, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> right, right,
1: right, right, right. I
2: mean, right, right. This is all yeah. a plot.
4: I think good that movie. Facebook is, I think it's cool for what it is. But like I said before, like who you have to really hammer it to keep it good. And, you know, it seems like everybody and their brother has an opinion and they want to fight over you with you over the the most silliest things from water bowls. No pun intended on water bowls (laughs) to heat panels, heat tape, um, what you use for a hide, you know, just the most you could be a breeder for 30,000 years and some kid who just got his first corn snake at Petco is going to start a fight with you over a hide.
2: Isn't that annoying?
4: You know, and and then the other thing is, is like, Eric, I've heard you say this a million times, like, you want to find something, like, for instance, I I see a picture of something that has nothing to do with snakes, and I want to show my brother-in-law the next day, I can't find the damn thing. It's gone. Right. Like, I'll take 15 minutes on lunch and scroll through trying to find something to show him, and it's gone. Like, I just can't find it. So it's just, it's like a flash in the pan. Who caught it? Who saw it? You know what I mean? And if enough people see it, then you're cool. If enough people didn't, then, well, whatever. Someone else is
3: cool. I don't know. It's
4: it's it's a very interesting thing. I don't, I don't know if it's on the decline or the rise, but uh, oh, it's a double-edged sword for real. I mean, it's it'll suck up your life. I mean, who has time for that? You know? I don't even know.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's a, it's a double-edged sword in as far as you have people that do have time for it because they don't have big collections of reptiles yeah. to take care of. Uh, or a they're, job. They're, yeah, yeah, or a job, and they're able to uh, to get on there and give their opinions, and yeah, they're entitled to give their opinions or whatever. But when you don't have the experience, and they're going to the the experience keepers, you know, they don't have they don't they don't have the time to 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 really do. No, that they're not there. Thing. They're
4: not there. Yeah, exactly. And then hmm. you know that one person, like you just said, who gave his opinion, will get. 200 other people that think he's, you know, he's the word of wisdom and they will follow him. And then you just, it just, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Like, it's just a very weird, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like a weird thing. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah tough. It's, it's really tough. I mean, it's great as far as, uh, I, I mean, I think the positives are that you're able to hit an audience like, never before. But the problem with that is, is I I, I just, it, it, does it really impact what you're doing that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. When I first started thinking about Facebook and trying to see the positives of it, like you're getting involved with, with more people from around the world Mm -hmm. and and that's great, but that's cool. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. From a business standpoint though, is it really going to make you sell another snake? You know what I'm saying? Like,
3: It's nuts.
1: Yeah, who – I don't know. I just think that, like, you're not – You're not focusing on the right things. You're spending too much time on that, trying to
4: get that to be what it needs to be, which we don't even know what that is.
3: Right, (laughs) right. right. You're you're
4: having out on the the basics. Like, even on, like, my page for Razor Sharp, like, say I have 3,000-some-odd likes. I refuse to buy likes, by the way. I absolutely refuse to do that. A lot of guys that blew me out of the dust, like two years ago, like they all, they got like, you know, like whatever X amount of 10 million freaking followers. And most of them are from Korea. (laughs) Don't speak English. They have no idea what the hell they're even, you know, but it's it's numbers on a page. Um, I refuse to do that. So I just, I just don't care. Like whatever I refuse. It's ridiculous. Um, And the other thing is, is, is like likes now, like even I'll put up a post I used to get like last year, I'd get 200 likes or 140 likes or whatever. And that leads kind of leads to sales in a way, I guess. And now mm-hmm. you put something up and you get twelve and it says reached six hundred people. Like what happened to the other two thousand four hundred and ninety right. people? What where did they go? They want you to pay for
2: it. Yeah. Yeah, of did, course. You know. Did like have you guys ever really had a crap ton of business come through your business's Facebook page?
4: Two years ago I did for sure. Yeah. It was I, nuts.
2: Most of but mine, I think that was the people theme. are yeah, I mean, like most of my people are either going from ads on like Kingsnake, or they contact me, just contact me and ask me, and I send them pictures, or they go through my website. Very rarely am I getting a PM about an animal that's in the gallery that says for sale.
4: I'm I sell budget. more stuff not advertising than what I sell advertising.
2: Thank you. No, same, same here.
4: Dead serious. Like I don't serious.
2: want to sell it is when people are all over it.
4: Yep, or or someone says, "What do you have available?" And then it's it, it's a giant pain because you're always taking pictures, and you're yep. always responding, and you're always doing this. But I'll sell ten times as much as as as, as in an album that says for sale. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I get people that come through there, but I think that I the thing that I've learned about like a Facebook page is that if you don't update it, it you. lose yeah it's it's (laughs) it's a lost you know it's it's just lost in a week you're like gone like it's like you never existed yep yeah you start to lose likes you know i'm the same way as you jamie i i won't buy likes i'm at i think i'm at 1300 or something like that which is fine with me you know i and and it's almost like i have my own little insulated world if you want to see what i have going on (laughs) like the page, you know, and yeah. I don't have to worry about anybody else's bullshit or nonsense or anything like that. And it's, it's yep. just like my own little, little, little center of my own little reptile world. And if you dig what I got, then cool. You know, if you don't, then, you know, uh, hey, that's your choice. Unlike right, the page yeah. and have a good day. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know? Later, dude. Yeah, well, absolutely.
4: Yeah. That's how I feel too. And that, you know, unfortunately with stuff that turns around real quick, that doesn't work real well, but you know, for you guys, I think yeah. it's like even Morellian and snakes, I mean, you have a little bit, everything takes a lot to grow, but you know, stuff, mm-hmm. fast turnaround stuff is just, it's on, I don't know. I think it's on the way out down to the bottom and I'm sure it'll come back up just like it always does, but I don't know. Yeah. It took me three years, three years to get over 3000 likes on Facebook, three years. That's ridiculous. Some guys do it in like six months. Yeah. Right. But they're buying it, you know, and, you know, Huck Ping has this page and they don't even know, you know, these people don't even speak English. They don't, you know, yeah. 240 likes and every question you have to hit the translate button because they don't even speak English. You can't ship to them anyway. They're, in, you know, wherever,
1: Bangladesh or somewhere. It's yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, I mean, they were talking about this uh, on GTP Cape Keeper Radio the other night about as far as just the whole, you know, Facebook versus forum and um, Brian Fisher was talking about is he, his perspective is, is pretty cool because he's, he's a young guy. So, you know, the social media aspect of things is kind of like where that generation is at. Um, yeah. Right. But at the same point, he's been doing it since he was 12. So mm-hmm. wow. he came up on the forums. So, you know what I mean? So like on, on the MVF and MP, he was kind of like, uh, I don't know. There's just a certain sense of community that I think is lost. It, it, it's like you're hitting more people, but you don't really want to. So you've lost this like community type feel, and it, it, it's like people are coming into the. I I don't want to say. It almost sounds like it's. uh like, you don't want people to come into the community, but, like, y- you sort of have to earn your stripes, so to speak. You know what I mean? You just right. you have these people yeah. that are coming on that don't know shit about nothing, and they're giving
2: people advice, and you're like,
1: what the – what?
4: It's like, <laughs> you know? it's like like uh, false prophet syndrome.
2: They read the yeah. one reptiles magazine article about raising carpet pythons, and now they're an expert, where, yeah. you know, the last article I know that came out on carpet pythons in that magazine said, send us all into a dizzy. Because it was like, you keep one baby carpet python per 10-gallon tank? And that's when I threw the magazine across the room. So it's like,
4: <laughs> cancel subscription, give me my $21. And done. After.
2: And done. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, 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 you have that one guy who may have written that. Or you have the one guy who may have read that and believed in it. And then now that's the guy who's going to be answering your post. I love it because somebody asked a question on the pick of the week. And very few times is it somebody who I believe should be answering the question that is answering the question so mm-hmm. it's that's what is the part that's kind of scary to me is like where's the information coming from so
1: yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of uh... false
4: profit syndrome <laughs> weird stuff
2: I like, that's what, the I, name. like that I think that's the him. name for it. Yeah, I defeat like the misinformation. You know, mm-hmm. Car- eggs, carpet pythons are live bearers. So yeah, I mean,
4: that's...
2: <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
3: It's
4: been no, crazy. No, no, no. I mean, it's good and it's bad. So yeah, I don't know. What about I
1: know. a I think what about a severe? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, the the cool thing about uh, well. I don't know. As far as pythons go, I mean, honestly, if you're going to start with a python, I think the best python to start with is probably a ball python because, Absolutely. You, know, I, I, you know, it's just it's just small. It's true, it's, dude. It's true. It's true. I know,
2: you know, but I hate it when he does this. It's like, what's the name of the damn radio station? Anyway.
1: <laughs> well, here, but, but here's the thing. Once you get a ball python, you are probably more than likely – Going to want to keep something else, you know, because there comes- no, oh I, God, seriously,
2: but you're probably going to get bored with it. Well, it's a, it's a gateway. If you truck. have
1: no, ex- yeah, exactly. But the thing of it is, at the end of the day, and this is just my experience, and maybe I'm biased or whatever. And I've kept the multitude of different species of pythons, and by yeah. far the easiest ones to take care of, as far as being bulletproof. Are freaking carpet yeah. pythons. You know, you have your ones yeah. that are, are picky. But, like, I mean, if you just take your standard coastal carpet python, I mean, I don't know. I, I have never had a coastal have an RI. They shed perfect every time. Whereas, like, in the same room, you'll have chondros that shed like shit. Ball pythons <laughs> that shed like shit. Uh, you know. Yeah, and, they're
2: uh, doing horrible
1: things. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. They they
2: don't eat, they
1: don't this, it's it's just crazy stuff that you go through, whereas no matter what happens in your room, the temperature drops, coastal carpet, solid as a rock. Temperature's too high, solid as a rock. You know, uh, I don't know. It just seems to me like the the shed, too dry, it doesn't matter, shed's perfect. Um, yeah, you know, So
2: I think breads are a little better,
1: but carpets are great
2: are so much like, like Nick always says, the only way to look kill where they a come from <laughs> is to drop a exactly. block on yeah. the head. I mean, yeah, yep. breads are bulletproof, like in every sense of the word. Where I'm pretty sure if I shot one, it would survive. So um, yeah, I love it. But brettles, your point is so valid,
4: Eric. It's definitely valid for sure.
2: Very extremely valid, but and carpets yeah. are scary as they twitch and sometimes they've been known to use their mouths. so
1: mm. yeah which is true but i mean come on let's uh, here, here's my other thing if you're gonna deal with mm. pythons i mean come on man you know you're gonna get bit at some point point. it's just it's Thank just the you. reality of working with them i mean come I've on been bit by more more ball pythons <laughs> than carpet pythons
4: 10 times over i'd have to say
1: <laughs> yeah um,
4: uh, I have but a, I expect I have them to man. bite me, I so I know what I'm looking for. But balls, you just get railed every once in a while, you know. They go off feed yeah. for months for no reason, and they just, you know, because they they got upset that day and they just don't eat for a month. They're, just <laughs> They're like emo Who's pythons, is what they. Thank
2: were. you. Who who told us they had like? Who told us all their ball pythons were like nasty? I mean, uh, who we had a guest on recently? Was that Matt? Eric. No, I don't think so. No. I don't think this is nasty. Was it Juan? Maybe somebody, Yeah, it said, might have been Lon. Somebody. It might have been Lon. But somebody said like, "Oh, dude, all my ball pythons are assholes." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so, but I, um, I did just get a message from Bill Steagle. He asked me, "Please do not shoot my snakes." Do not worry, Bill. I'm not actually going to shoot my animals. But thank you for your concern. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> I just a little worried that they think I'm going to do it. But anyway. Um, uh, but there I, you I, go. I don't know. There's, I, I don't know. There's several things. It's almost like, I almost feel like if the different morphs and colors of the children's and spotted pythons would come in, that that would be another animal that would kind of be very popular in the community just as like a pet. Because of how big they get and how brightly colored they are and all this other stuff. So. But they're shitty. I don't know. But they are shitty. <laughs> I mean, they can't be. I them they're shitty. The ones I bred were shitty. I was impressed I at how shitty they were. were and I got them. I made them too large. I got them to the size of ball uh, pythons, but apparently, that's a huge no-no. So, mm, yeah. What sure. did you get? What What did you get to the size of ball pythons? Spotted pythons.
1: Oh. Yeah,
2: that's, that's a fat no. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fat, Eric's wetty, wetty python. Eric's reaction is like, oh, you asshole. So it's like, you know, I'm like, yeah. Uh, yes, I did. So or he's going to hide
4: team. pictures of his now. He's going to hide the one and that course, he has. Well,
2: no, what? well we have it. I have the, the caramel jaghead alpino. that's a 14 from Eric, and I'm putting it next to my super caramel there's a 14 and i'm like jesus christ i'm a monster like, like <laughs> I could eat this easily so wow
1: what but, about uh jamie what about pricing like yeah. how do you feel on pricing and how has what you experienced with the gecko market you know i, I mean how, how do you come up with pricing what's your thoughts on pricing coming down all that kind of stuff
4: I think uh, – that's a tough question. Uh, with When it comes to, like, Gecko stuff, I kind of – I think everybody just kind of, like, looks around, sees who else has something comparable, and just kind of decide on your own. You know, I don't think anybody – you can go from one table to another and everything is just, like, grossly different from one to another.
2: Um, you guys don't match? Like, if you were like, – let's say – now I'm going to throw out Gecko terms that I may have learned, um, and they could be completely wrong. You have – let's say you have a Mac – no raptor is that an actual thing it is holy shit all right um say so you have that on your table and some guy down there has one on his table you're telling me the prices you, you guys wouldn't match prices on that stuff
4: like one dude will be 40 bucks and i'll be like 125 because my line say i bred it out for pink for the last seven years so i'm okay. not gonna sell it for his ugly sock looking piece of garbage for 40 bucks and i have one that looks <laughs> you know nice so i mean there's a big difference
3: I mean, that's I kind of the same with
4: anything. You know what I mean? That's going to be the same with anything. Like, you guys, there's going to be people that are going to breed for whatever, just to fill a table, and they're going to throw whatever Jags for 75 or 60 bucks. and there's oh, going to be people that have nice Jags, and they're going to be three, 400 still.
2: I've never sold a Jag for 75 bucks. That's ridiculous. Well,
4: I've seen them. I mean, you've seen uh, them. I know. Sure it's
2: horrible. Yeah. But I, I, now, now, is that just because of all the different lines and different projects in Gecko? where they wouldn't match or would they like, let's say there was another breeder that's a friend of yours that had the same kind of stuff you had. Would you match with price that?
4: Uh, yeah. There's a couple dudes that I would like say to, you know, what do you think about this? And he'll be like, Oh, you know, I'm going to price mine at that. You should price yours. You know, we about the same. And then we usually do, but that's only like one or two dudes. The rest of them, it is what it
3: is.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. So.
1: Yeah. Maybe there's it's kind a little, of all, more... it's all over the place. Yeah. It's just all over the
2: place. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm watching Eric. He just hatched out those super caramel jags. If he screws uh-huh. me, I'll beat his ass. So I mean
1: <laughs> You don't have to worry, Owen, because I don't sell my stuff for about a year. I know you it's know?
2: great. <laughs> Fan freaking tastic. I'll feed him in two years. So yeah. But Well there's know. there's there's,
1: there's there's multitude of uh, there's multitude of reasons for that one. I, I, I honestly I think the Carmel Jag Carmel thing was kind of, uh, that was an unexpected pairing. I didn't think it was yeah. going to take, and I really didn't want it to take. And as far as I know that you had them and I know mm. that you had just sold them and I know mm. that Nick had just had them and Nick had just sold them. You know what I mean? So it's like, do yeah. I really want to do this, this pair? Like what am I bringing to the table? That's any different than what you or what Nick have?
2: Well it's, because, anybody else
1: that has it. well,
2: it's good because my female didn't breed this year. So you're, 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 you're totally cool. There's yeah, it worked the out. Birds.
4: that's a good mentality to have though, Eric. You, you, you see what you just did there. Like you, you realized that there's going to be X amount of them on the market already. Uh uh-huh. You know, that, that's not normal though. That's the thing. Like as new people no, get it, isn't. but they're not going to see it that way. Like I look at it and I see all you guys with all these caramels. And what did I do? I went into reds.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> because I just, there's going to be
4: 5,000 million different people with caramel stuff. Caramel, albino, this, car, you know, sun glows, this, that, and everything. I, I, instead, I, I, I started getting red stuff that I liked. I mean, it looks yeah, fairly right. similar, but it's not the same. So, yes. you know, it's just a different thing. But, you know, that's that's because we have experience. And, and the, the thing is, is a lot of people don't that are kind of getting into the hobby. And that's where you run into the problem where you have too many of something, and that's when the price tanks.
2: Right, and somebody's yeah. gonna somebody just getting into the hobby is uh, see that's one of the other things I worry about. Somebody just getting into the hobby is gonna see what I have, my caramels and my super caramels, everything priced at. Buy a caramel, and then do the fast track to try to get it to breed, and expect to be able to, you know sell them off easily, completely all in your first year, no problem, like the first show you go to. Is, yeah, you know. yeah, right.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. That's that's a that's, that's, that's how, probably the, way, of the mentality. Yeah. yeah. It seems to be the way everybody thinks is that everybody thinks that their project is going to be one that everybody's going to be kicking down the doors to try to buy. And I hate yeah. to disappoint everybody. It takes a while to sell some babies. You know, yeah. and what you might think is a great project, other people might thumb their nose at. So just kind of – But that's the, the whole – the
4: flash in the pan, and then in two years, they're not working with them anymore. They're gone. They're working with, you know, purple-spotted iguanas or something. Like, they're doing something <laughs> else. But, you know, you, just, you have to endure, I guess, the, yeah. until you see the point where there's – you know, you still have the passion for the animal, and then you do it. But, you know,
3: it'll weed everybody out.
4: It just has to go through its cycle. True. Which sucks. Yeah. It sucks, especially, you know, like the big investment guys, you know. I mean, you put a lot of money into it. Hell, I put a lot of money into mine. I can't even think of how many thousands of dollars I have in them, you know. And I'm not <laughs> even close to breeding half the stuff. So, it's going to be another two, three years. So, yeah, by then, they're going to be 75 cents. I don't
2: know, <laughs> but... They'll be giving them away at Hamburg with, like, your free order. I still dig them, you know. And...
4: Yeah. They can be cute little staple guns that I have in a drawer or whatever, you know.
2: <laughs> That's the best explanation for them I've ever heard.
4: Yeah, <laughs> but I think it'll it'll phase out just because of the, the as long as it takes to get in the breeding size. People don't a lot of that they don't have the you know the ability to wait.
3: Right. right. Yeah. Do you, you, think, you think that? Like,
1: do you think that is what maybe insulated the um, the chondro world? It oh, seems yeah, that they absolutely. seem to be – yeah, it seems like they seem to be bulletproof when it comes to that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, I don't yeah, know maybe. if it's just – Talk well, the stigma it... about condros though, too. Think about the stigma. I mean, you all thought oh, of you.
4: yourself. I mean, I, I, yeah. I thought of it, too. And until I heard everybody, like, going crazy about them, I, I he was just like, Jesus, I'm not touching those things with a 10-foot pole. And then yeah. you get them, and you're like, wow, well, wow, this isn't
2: that bad. It was, it was, you're thinking things, the Condros was always protected them is the stigma of a Condro will drop dead if you look at it cross-eyed, one. Yeah. Two, two, nothing is worth a damn unless it comes with lineage or is from, you know, this dealer and this dealer. So I kind of filtered that stuff out. And yep. then the price tags, people were demanding such high price tags. You know, as much as I would love a Condro of this color, am I going to spend too grand on it? Probably not. So that's just where it's at. So that's what's always shielded the Condor community. So I would suggest we start some rumors about pythons being evil. Um, also, <laughs> uh, we're going to bump up the prices. Leanings is required. And I think we should tell everyone that Savannah monitors get ready to breed after three months of life. Cause then yeah, that'll go. Everybody over there. Exactly. So we've got to just push <laughs> it out that way. Be fine.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I got plans. It'll that's be a
4: right. good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> Owen for president.
2: Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, oh, it, and that's the way to, And that's one of the things, that's honestly one of the things I think that doomed um, the ball python species. Because they can breed year-round, and they do not take long to reach sexual maturity. Um, they don't take as long as some of the carpets and some of the other pythons. So, well, um, initially,
4: they would say three years. Initially. Yeah.
2: Initially. But then... Yeah, and then, then they you're, get you're, like,
4: of, like, crazy... Eighteen months and three hundred grams and all this crazy shit and then burn
2: kill yeah. the mother to get this three eggs that are gonna make you money. It's yeah, you know and, and a morph
4: is a morph is a morph and it just exactly it, they they shot them they were all racing to the bottom and they all won. That's,
2: that's exactly good. and then you could take a room the size of mine and fill it with like two hundred thirty quart racks ten cages to a rack and call it call it a freaking day. You basically yep. became a breeding factor, like you said, racing to the bottom, trying to get as fast as you can. So uh-huh. and, and and that and that's honestly what I think doomed it. So Yep. Yeah, it's
1: I don't know. It's uh it's it's well, if you're listening to us now, it's kinda of sounds like doom and gloom. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> it's
2: like the apocalypse the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, so. You sound horrible, yeah. Yeah, the apocalypse
4: show. I, you think know, that, I think that it's insulated. I think there's some insulation here that's going to endure um, whatever's coming next, I guess. Yeah. I, or so mean, I hope, Or so I hope. Me you know.
1: too. Yeah, I think so. Plus, I the mean, other thing,
4: you guys yeah. got to remember, too, your community is a very, very different community. Now, I don't know. Ooh. I saw the ball community attack each other. The gecko community annihilate each other. You guys are different. Like, you guys are kind of, I mean, you have your little factions and cliques and whatnot, but as a whole, it's different. Like, it's just different. It's a very tight-knit, interestingly, it's just neat. It's very neat. It's a neat community. <laughs> I mean, as, you know, a good chunk of you, 80% of you guys are all on the same page, and, I mean, that's going to be a big difference. I mean, you're not going to have that one, you know, 50% of you is going to break off to the left and sell whatever albinos for 50 bucks next year it's just not i don't don't think it's going to happen i mean there may be a few don't get me wrong there's always going to be that asshole but
1: well what made made me when we think
2: that yeah
1: when we went to carpet fest i was kind of um i didn't know how people would respond to certain things that were going on in the morelia world at the time and when I came out of Carpet Fest, I felt much more, uh, uh, more optimistic that things were going to be on the up and up. Because I think what happens is, is that you are right. And as far as if you're gonna, I think that the carpet world, uh, you know, seems to be pretty tight. And as far as that, if you are going to be an asshole and do shit shitty you're going to be blackballed, <laughs> mm, <laughs> you know? Yeah. For the most part. And, oh, yeah. and the only way you're selling shit is if you're selling it to or people to that are not really into the carpet world.
2: Yeah. You know? And so if you, if you screw somebody over and you bomb a project, when the next project comes around, by the time you get it, it'll be when the animals are a hundred bucks a pop. I mean, it, it, and a lot of people don't seem to think that that you can go ahead and try to make all the money you can out of this project. But when the next one comes, uh, you might not get it because you pissed off that many people. So
1: yeah, and there will be more, you know. Of course. So of course. <laughs> there there will be more, and and people will, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, you are going to be, since you shit on a project already, <laughs> why would we give you another one? You know, and to a certain extent, that's kind of sounds elitist, but I'm kind of glad that it's that 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 it's set up that way because, you know, it protects people that are willing to invest in something because they they, they want to work with
2: the species.
1: They dig Uh, it because,
2: like, you know, you, you scrape your money together, you burn off all your snake money on one or two animals to build a project. And then you watch the project while you're raising up your two little babies get totally destroyed by people who are trying to make a buck, and that's yeah. kind of shitty. So it be it would be I would enjoy it if those people the next time I paid into a project they were barred from it. I mean, because then it's like, <laughs> it's like you justice was but it's like well, you know it.
1: You know what I noticed is that it seems like for for certain things like if there's multiple people that are in a project then I've seen people just put the price at the friggin as low as you can go then if they're the person that is the only one with that project then all of a sudden that's 10 grand you know so right. <laughs> that, yeah. that just shows yeah. the mindset of those people and 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 how they think of the market long term it just makes me have to take a step back and say huh I don't know if I would wanna buy something from you because you're not going to protect my, if, I, if I'm gonna spend that kind of money and invest in something like that, I mean, by the time I go to to breed it, you're you're gonna have the price in the toilet. And not, not, not that the price is the only thing that matters, but I don't know, I mean, you kinda wanna at least kind of recoup your money or pay for rats or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yes, yeah, you can buy more money. Things.
2: Exactly. Right. snake money. but Snake money. The other thing, yeah. You're also, you're also. why, why would you downsell your animals? Like, why would you take a crap on the bloodlines and your own animals? Like, why would you be like, that one ain't worth it? He's not worth that. He's worth this. But he's got the same bloodlines as some of the other ones out there. So, you know. Why? Why totally torpedo it? Yeah, but I don't know. That's not me.
4: So. I mean, you will come back down to like, like, like being selective with your breeding, too. You know, what I mean, like a lot of you guys, even even me, just kind of being young into it. I I had two other females that I could have bred this year, but what was I going to get? You know, nothing that was anything that was going to be amazing that I wanted to see. So I didn't breed them.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the most important part of the whole thing. You know, I, I you gotta pick that to up. For like you have to forward. You gotta go forward with your breedings. I mean, what's the point of breeding
4: something if you're just gonna get mediocre shit that's just less, you know? That mm-hmm. yeah, pick up at a some at a jobber's table.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could, the ones you would see coming out of a big bin on somebody else's table. Yeah, thrown into a tank. Yeah.
4: You know, now I know when this male that I have is going to be good in two years or going to be or a year is going to be ready to go. Then I will breed that female because those two will make something that I want, as opposed to just breeding her because she was up the breeding size. Right. You know what I mean? But I think that comes with that comes with experience and it comes with time in the hobby and kind of just learning how things work.
2: It also it, comes it with knowing a your audience. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You, that to get to know your audience. It's like, could I sell these? At a reptile show, I, could I sell my coastal jungles just straight? One normal coastal to a normal jungle at a reptile show? Yeah. So am I going to get a lot for them? Probably not. Would no. you would much rather see me take my good looking coastal and breed it to another good looking coastal? Yes. Would I get more yeah, interested if I took my jungle and bred it to another good looking jungle? Yeah. So that's what i do. I mean, you, you pick your battles, choose your audience, know who you're looking for. But that doesn't mean that the integrates are not popular. Is somebody really going to go gaga if I take my, you know, gamma line jag and breed it to a diamond? Yes. So it's, you got to know what you're going for. You got to know what you're looking for. Just because you bought it and are going to breed it to another Morelia, doesn't mean the baby's going to be worth or look or really be something you'd want to have out there. I mean, take pride in your projects, people. So Yeah. Yeah. If it
4: doesn't move you forward, what's the point?
2: Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it doesn't get you all jazzed up.
4: So. I mean, if you're doing it to fill a table, that's, it's just it's, it's not the right way to do it.
2: No. No, it isn't. That's why. Stay <laughs> if home. You're gonna do, if you're going to do that. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Stay you want to have something to put on a table to make, like, table expenses, do what I do. Go get, like, four corn snakes, okay? That you will Bring day, geckos. <laughs> Bring day yeah. geckos. Yeah. People, people need them. You know, yeah. don't bring the tiny things that people want as pets. Just as pets, like you know, sell baby. I sell baby corn snacks for ten dollars, and that's that's it. They can pay for my damn table, and they let me buy chicken fingers when I go to Hamburg. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it. God damn it!
1: I can't believe you eat those chicken fingers. Seriously, I <laughs> think thinking I have not for a while.
2: I really have not in a while because oh my the god, shore, the five guys. I'm, Five
4: minutes from Hamburg.
2: I know. I thank God that's. I don't
4: eat all day. Not a thing.
2: No, until London. London, someplace afterwards. Yep.
4: Yep. Yep. Unless I to clean out my system.
2: (laughs) 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 It's like eating a uh, breaded brick.
4: Yeah. 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 This place is is like a dungeon. Oh God. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, where I else can you wait, find? I... Where else can you find a stuffed squirrel flipping people off, beef jerky, deer well, that antlers? that was
3: right next to your table, dude!
4: Goddamn, goddamn um, um, sandals, chickens, and and like koala bears or some shit. Like, where else are you gonna find that at a reptile show where there's a hundred person waiting pool. list of awesome breeders who can't get in there because some dude sells deer antlers,
2: puppies. And, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the puppies people next are... to Jamie. Are absolutely freaking hilarious because <laughs> they sell like old veterinary equipment and like. No,
4: that's a post mortem place. Enemy. That's a funeral place.
2: Oh, God.
1: Stupid.
4: They had speculums there. Speculums. Yes. Oh, and God. they had a
1: squirrel that had been taxidermied. Eric, you didn't see that when you were there? Off. No, no. I must you have closed things. my eyes a, to that.
4: There is yeah. a stuffed, like, satanically possessed baboon that sits there. Yes. Yes.
3: Really? It's like, that,
4: it's like that show – what was that, sh- that was show that uh, – that uh, uh, Friday the 13th, a series from the
2: 80s, that
4: crazy monkey shine possessed I devil have no idea like, what
2: you're talking about. Well, that's because you're 12 years you, old.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that red. I know exactly what you're talking about.
3: Yeah.
4: That girl was yeah. hot
1: too. <laughs> she was. She's totally hot. <laughs> but yeah, they have
4: all that. Crazy stuff like like dead baby pictures from the 1800s and just weird, yes. weird, weird. And I'm next to those people. You know, and I don't mind a little bit of the dark side. I don't. I really don't. But that's right. a little much. But I'm afraid to touch like something. I'm gonna get a goddamn curse, and they're gonna chase me home and like eat my kids or something. So I just don't even know what to. Do. <laughs> like if I trip, oh, wait. if I trip, I fall into eyelash vipers and cobras behind me. If I fall to the left, I'm getting hit by a possessed baboon. And if I fall to the right, I don't even know what's gonna. I'm gonna get AIDS. So I have no idea what. to Like I just hold still and I sweat and I wait till the day's over and I run out. That's what I do.
2: Yeah. But, what I don't understand is like what you said. You have a wait list for this show of like a hundred breeders trying to get in there. People who yeah. I know have been dying to get in there. Who have who sell not even just I'm not even python breeders. I know several like tarantula and a few other. Oh, like all kinds of stuff. All who would love to get stuff. in there?
3: But
4: then we
2: have the taxidermy people. We have the guy over there who does nothing but buy golf clubs and convert them into hooks over here. Yep.
4: Yeah, they're nice, saying, aren't they?
2: They're nice. are not they they are nice i they're very nice. That's exactly how I built my hooks, but it's really not that hard. I <laughs> was um, being sarcastic. I know. It's, um, <laughs> and then you have these people, and it's like, you're telling me you couldn't get anybody better to come here and put it in that table. And that's You know what the I'm, next
4: then. The next evolution is seriously going to be like a table full of rubber dicks. I know that's what's going <laughs> to be there the next <laughs> time I go in there. Gag balls that, and... <laughs>
3: these,
2: yeah, 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 ball stuff.
4: gags and lube and, and crazy, oh, yeah, like, big yeah, old masochist things. That's what's next. Oh, Every once
2: in a while they have that one dude that sells nothing but, like, buoy knives. And then they have that one chick that makes mini- little miniature statues out of, like, I don't know, soup cans. I oh, mean, unbelievable. It, 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 I it's garden gnomes and bullshit.
1: I noticed that this past show, there was not one. You couldn't find one Walmart python. There was no no. chondros, except for the ones that were on the flippers table. Um, No, and the one that Owen
4: bought that I almost bought. And the one
1: that Owen got.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was the exception. Um, Uh, You know, like, you don't see any of that kind of, like, you know, I I don't know. Upper level. Yeah.
2: Yeah, It's no high-end, Eric. That's why you got to start doing Hamburg. Did you guys well, ever go
4: there in the 90s, Eric? Did you ever go there in the 90s? Uh, yes. That's yeah, no. I, I don't know if you remember that or not, but it was like that. Yeah, like
2: it was weird. I, was I, weird. I, my first show was in 2004. 2005, yeah. 2005? Wow. Yeah, that's when I, that's when I, that's when I got my first snake. So.
1: Well, see, this G- is where G- I'm. G- G- this is where I'm jaded because, like, when I got back into it, um, the first show that I went to go to and probably the reason that it got me back into it was the NA, uh, the uh, the one that was in Philly, the NARPC, when it came to yeah. Philly. Yeah. Uh, yep. I walked in there. I was like, oh, my God. this. You know, I remember seeing Bob Clark there and, like, you know, he had like any Python you can imagine. So on his, t- you know, and it's just like these, probably at the time there was tons of, you know, the, the big names in the ball Python world and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I just didn't know who it was. And I'm walking around and I kept asking everybody, what the hell does het mean? What does het mean? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right.
2: you poor idiot. I like, oh, yeah. uh, that was a new term.
4: That was like a pretty much a new term. Yeah. It's like, heck. More
1: hey, or less, hey,
4: what? You know? Yeah, yeah. But what the uh,
1: hell does that mean? I don't know. And then the first, the first one I vended was Tinley, so I don't yeah. know. The bar's pretty high. So,
2: dude, like, that shows. I, that shows awesome. Dude. I I love Tinley.
4: I yeah. Last year was my first year, and I was just
2: completely blown away. I
4: can't wait. To I've done to I've done hundreds of shows, and I was blown away. They just Top do notch, it right. Man. I mean, Potter does it right. They do it right. They treat vendors like you're the people that bring the people in. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're the reason why these people come, as opposed to being you're just some shithead that's going to give me seventy five dollars for a table. Like it was just it, it <laughs> was a different
2: experience. It Eighty dollars yeah. per pass to get to your table. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You. What a different
2: experience! Like it was Would so you like just, electricity. Yeah, it's it it Tinley it, is and the venue is gorgeous and it's
4: absolutely there was nothing negative
2: nothing, nothing negative bad that
4: i saw yeah
2: yeah
1: nothing nothing
2: Every, good. everybody's short yeah
1: yeah everybody's professional you see like the uh i don't know when First i was walking was around there Thunberg, yeah i mean there's you know the triple l's and all that kind of stuff but right, you, right. Know, you... i mean it's inevitable yeah, yeah. but but you uh you, when i was walking around um hamburg the other day i'm looking at some of the people and how they like display their animals you know those <laughs> those uh like cereal keepers that you know, mm-hmm. the, the top kind of screws <laughs> on yeah yeah <laughs> that's what yeah, they, that's have, they rat, have the animal in i'm yeah. like are you kidding yeah. me like
2: yep yeah. yep yeah. yeah. my my favorite is um one time at hamburg i was walking around and there was a sweater box that was on its lid like a stupid little like four twenty dollar sweater box to get at Target with like a blue lid and it had some clear packing tape around it and inside was a full grown black mamba. And it's like nice. are, are you serious? It's like wow. And I it was probably the scariest animal I've ever seen because of what it was and what it was in. So it mm. was just yeah. Yep. That
4: part at least has gotten better. They used to transfer the animals back there in the room where you go and pay for your next table. Yes, yes. You remember that?
2: Yes, I do because I remember a forest cobra got loose in there once.
4: Yeah, yeah. They used to bag that stuff up in there. That was madness, madness. People
2: used to people used wow. to come with venomous in bags and like travel containers and crap like that, and then yep. they would put some in like the deli cups and all that other bullshit in that little side room. Until several venomous kept, like, you know, not cooperating because they're venomous. So uh, I think they eventually changed it that everything venomous has to come in a container that will be sold in. And no venomous can be, because it used to be you buy the cobras and you can walk around with it. So, I mean, and uh, yeah, yeah, so thank God they changed those rules. Don't make
1: me go but, Viper keeper on you, dude. <laughs> uh,
2: no, no, please, God,
1: no. But you know, like Timley's,
4: like like Timley's, like one of the shows we were talking about earlier. Like like where it's breeders mostly, and people yep. who are very serious about the hobby, and they're looking for very specific Breed. things. And, and you know what I mean? And it, yeah, yeah, breeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other shows. I mean, even even the New York shows, kind of. You know, I don't even. I, I could see me personally only doing a couple of shows a year here, real soon. And Tinley being uh, one really of them, agree. you know, I'm just yeah. kind of burned out on it, and I'm sick of, well, you know, it's, it's a it, to do a show like people don't realize it how takes, many it's days
2: a whole day, and I mean, here's another just show. Just a show, throw but what there. do you do
4: the day before? Like with me, with even with yeah, all the geckos yeah. that I used to have, I, it'd take me ten hours to pack.
2: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm going to throw out another show, Jamie, because I know you and I both vended it. Uh, Oaks. Ooh, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am 15 <laughs> minutes away from Oaks and I yeah. will not vend it.
4: I used to do the like the Novemberish shows, but I this last one with no heat and it was like 12 degrees in air. like it yep. was just stupid. The whole thing was stupid and I was like I'm yep. just not, I'm, I'm, uh, like I just don't care.
2: Yep. I'll go there. It's not worth it. I'll walk around. I'll get my rats and then I'll leave. Because the thing is, I go early enough and I know enough people. They're like, hey, you need help carrying that, and then I get in. So
3: yeah,
4: right, right, <laughs> And then I right. do
2: myself, and then I leave.
4: <laughs> so <laughs> I think half those people are smacked out of their minds anyway. I don't even think they'd even notice. You could probably walk in there with thirty people, and they wouldn't even know.
2: Well, dude, there was that one show where the guy was selling spent brass next to my table. I'm like, this is odd. <laughs> so... Next to <laughs> yeah. stuffed animals,
4: and like, and like, pedophile magazines. Like, who knows? Yeah, what the and hell um, uh,
2: special edition video games, and it's like, um, all right. And then there was that. Were you at that one show where they put that? Uh, nine foot gator. It was in a dog cage on the table next to no. mine. They was no, just, it was thank in God. a it was in a wired dog cage, and they had like two pieces of bamboo poles going through the top. So they carried it between themselves on their shoulders, and they just oh put it on gosh. my table, and they slapped the for sale sticker on it. And this gator wasn't taped, and people are poking at it. I'm like, somebody's gonna bleed all over my displays, and we
4: pissed off.
2: <laughs> So, any wonder,
4: yep. any wonder there's legislation, like, on a weekly basis. You know what I mean? With that stuff, like, it's any wonder, any wonder. <laughs> Once again, everybody racing to the bottom to see who wins. Like, it's just...
2: <laughs> Sorry, the people who bought any it, they had a row home in Philly you could live in. So. Yeah, 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 in a,
4: bathtub, in a bathtub that they don't use. Yeah. Like, cooking meth on their yeah. stove, you know?
2: Perfect. Actually, <laughs> but, like, what, they, what they told me is that they said they bought it, the people who bought it, and... Uh, they said they had a few, and what they had done is they went down to the basement and they jackhammered the foundation to create a alligator pit. Oh, perfect! It, you destroyed the foundation of your house. Yeah, wow. that sounds great.
4: That sounds really good. That sounds really good.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think Tennessee
4: just had too many shows too fast, and it just <laughs> yeah. is what we have right now. It's just
2: well, at, five at years ago, point, it was
4: pretty awesome, and now it's yeah. just pretty dreadful. And it's at, just,
2: at one point, we had. Hamburg, and then the next month was the Hatfield show along with the Oaks show, and then the next month was the Hamburg show and the Reading show. So, yeah. and it's like, and, and, and then they were piled on top of each other, and that's not even counting the shows that are out towards Pittsburgh, which is like the Steel City show, the Mars show, yeah. and a few others. So, yeah, and then don't
4: forget about the Carlisle show that was there for a while. That, that venue was yeah.
2: awesome, by the way. I love that show. And, it, and it's like, for a while there, I think two years ago, maybe a little bit more, there was a reptile show in Pennsylvania every weekend. It yep. was ridiculous. And, of course, and then, and then I still got phone calls from people trying to start up shows, like one yeah. down by my <laughs> mom's place. And I'm like, what
4: the hell? Where? So Every, every time uh, someone would hand me a flyer, I'd look at it and look at them and say, are you serious? Yeah, because I be like, "What do you yeah. mean?" I'm like, "You're, I'm like, you're retarded. Get this thing away from me. Like, I can't even yeah. believe you're going to try this.
2: <laughs> just stop. go away,
4: go away, just go away. Before I make you go away forever, go away." And like, it's and the only
2: saving grace now is that a lot of these other tinier shows have died off, and yes, we're back now to uh, uh, you know I can do a show, I can spend a month after that show growing my stock, feeding my guys, getting certain animals ready and then go do a show again. If I did every single show, my guys would never see the house. So, yeah, yeah.
4: I did that for a long time, and that just was not – that's very grueling. But I, I it's almost got to be on the up, because it's been on the down for so long. It's got to yeah. be on the up. Yeah. Thank God for Tinley. Man, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So October. This is a depressing back.
4: conversation. Holy Christ. <laughs> this is the worst episode ever. <laughs> i know Uh, i know we killed it we killed it we We started good we just ended yeah i
2: know we just went down quickly
4: oh and bring it back up
2: bring it back up okay
4: call your dad wake dad up get him on the phone
2: he's asleep (laughs) shut up
4: i know he's asleep get him on the phone let's drop some science (laughs) (laughs) science.
2: jim from morgantown dropping it he absolutely loved Carpetfest, and you know I'm oh, afraid he that he's showing too up. Funny. Yeah. Yep. If he can, a... he can heckle me, he's having a good day.
1: So, oh God, he was too funny. Too funny. He what was, was the, he was tagging. What <laughs> was the post that somebody posted up a picture? I think it was today. Maybe it was yesterday, where it was like uh, we're all standing at the bar.
2: Yeah. And it he's was just right like we'd done the um. I think it was right after we'd done Pickle the
1: Oh Okay. Yeah.
2: But I can't remember you know, what was...
1: the picture said, like what they put up. But oh my god, it was hysterical. Oh yeah, yeah. Owen oh, was kissing his hammer. Yeah, he was kissing his
2: yeah. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> kissing that hammer. Yeah. You and that friggin' yep.
4: hammer. Yeah.
2: I love that hammer.
3: Oh, it's a piercing <laughs>
4: little bastard of a hammer. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> i a new one now. or a better one. <laughs> I'm going to make you a hammer for next year. I'm going to make you a man's hammer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Please, God. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> you want me to run through the closing one to keep it a little up to yeah. or what? <laughs> yeah. That's what bring <laughs> bring it back home. Up, all bring like it. Branding on a high note, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah.
1: The uh, reptile world is uh, positive and, uh, you know, things Loving are uh, you know, be on the up and up. Don't worry. No fears. As <laughs> no, long as you have passion <laughs> about what you're doing, you'll be fine. You know? Get Raving the rope we'll out of, of business neck.
2: tomorrow. Yeah. Step <laughs> down from the chair. It'll be okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Jamie, if you could work with any species without limitations uh, on the planet, what would it be?
4: On the planet,
2: on the planet.
4: Jeez, Louise. Probably Komodo dragons, I'd say.
2: that's right, two for Komodos. Because I know Andrew said Komodos. So.
4: I think that that um, would be incredible. I really dig those. I've always liked them, and I know that they're just impossible. But that would be that'd be
2: pretty cool. I imagine I cool. Eric would end up getting Komodos one day, and that'll be what kills him because he's gone too far.
0: Cause no, I don't like I things selling, with legs.
2: I, but I keep telling you the retics are going to kill you, and I, they're not going to. So it'll have to be something else.
1: Um, no, I had retics before. I'll be fine.
2: Okay, I'm. I'm worried.
1: I'm I a, fa- I'm a fast. I'm a fast hobbit. I'm fast hobbit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: good. You've nice fast, fast working. So, um, um, now Jamie, if you could go herping anywhere in the world, where would you go?
4: Oh, that's easy. Australia, one hundred percent.
2: Cool cool you because can, you can get on the list of the uh npr trip to australia
4: so, yeah seriously i mean where else can you go where you can walk any direction and you'll get killed i mean that's perfect
2: that's <laughs> any any puddle any tree any bush that, that yeah thing could be in it
4: <laughs> yeah that's sweet that's perfect australia for sure
1: cool what what part uh, of australia would you go to first yeah. who cares dude
2: wherever you can get to really <laughs> anywhere
1: yeah uh.
2: Get me on the damn but not and I'll not it out. central
4: not not central. That doesn't sound like any fun at all.
2: Yeah. Desert. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much a desert. Yeah. Yeah.
4: No <laughs> desert
1: for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm thinking that Cape Cape York is probably the best spot to go for overall Yeah, that would, that would be nice. Absolutely.
4: I wouldn't even mind checking out, like, New Caldonia Islands, I and mean, even the Solomon Islands. I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, as long as like, I the dodge nice. spears and whatnot, I think it'd be cool. <laughs> 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 I do have a, hit, like, a background in martial arts, so I probably could dodge maybe, like, the first one. Right. But then after that, I'd have my head on a stick somewhere. But it'd be cool. Yeah.
1: You might you might have to take me to the don't uh, over in um, uh, Borneo they have like the uh, the small thing that's like the small version of Bigfoot they they think it's like <laughs> <a little tiny. laughs>
2: yeah yeah you can
4: you can you can go pet him while you're riding a chubacabra. yeah that's
2: the yeah good job Eric <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll uh
1: I'll uh i I'll I'll, I'll, I'll
2: put you, are things are you telling uh, us to sell least. you to a zoo I mean what are you getting at here <laughs> just saying so you know you it. might need
1: you, you need something you to simple. smooth
2: you over you
1: know uh, i can talk their language they might be afraid of you owen you scare people now
2: you know what do you scare <laughs> <they're> normal people <laughs> uh, are we giving eric to these people as a gift i guess so here we bring you from <laughs> new world uh, <laughs> <here>. <laughs> that's awesome all right all right, Jamie, can you uh, you want to throw out like contact information, website, where from, somebody can get in touch with you, whether they want to talk to you about geckos or pythons? Who the hell is going to want to talk to me after this show? You're damn right. Never mind. Scrap it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> so we have the NPR uh... bump. Now we have an NPR pit. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
4: uh, Razor Sharp Reptiles on Facebook and RazorSharpReptiles.com. And that's pretty much it. The website's never updated anymore. I mean, what's the point? So I get there, you know, someday, someday, you know. That's
3: awesome. Good to know.
4: Send me a message. If I feel like responding, I'll let you know what I have. If not, well, you know. Then you're not in the group.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: (laughs) there we go. Um. Oh.
1: Well, <laughs> it's been great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> <Of course>. like <laughs> I like talking uh, the uh, about the market and stuff. And you know, Depending as much as I like mean, talking yeah. about the uh, the the natural history and stuff, you know, I geek out on both sides of it. And it's cool to have somebody with a different perspective to come in and uh, give us some insight. You know, you've been through it with uh, with other species and. It's, you know, it's every like everything. It goes in cycles. So, absolutely, uh, definitely, there's always a cycle. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, uh, I appreciate you coming on, taking time, and hanging out with us. Uh, uh, thank you.
4: It was definitely cool. Thank you guys for having me on, and I'm sure I'll never be on again. But if I am,
2: if <laughs> <with> me, <laughs>
4: nah, well, never you're always thing back. I
2: mean. Yeah. We read some stuff. We might talk. We can do. We can do,
4: we can do a, a Tinley recap, and it'll be positive. How about that? Yes. You can't. You, you oh, can't that's catch
2: awesome. two days
1: after Hamburg.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, yeah True yeah. story. Yeah. All do right. That. We're counting
1: you in for the Tinley recap. We'll talk to you in October. Take it easy. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right,
2: right man. Thanks,
1: See you. See Bye. ya. Awesome. Very very cool. Um. Yes. Yeah, it's not all that bad, but uh, like I said, no, it's good to no. hear a different uh, different perspective on things. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I, you know, as of recently, m- m- myself, I- I've kind of been taking this approach where I've been shying away from Facebook and I've just been reading, man, as much as I can papers, books, articles. You know, I, I don't know. I just don't get the same thing from Facebook. So
2: it, it, it's funny because um, it, it's almost like you, you're, you, you kind of want to get back to the basics and just kind of enjoy the hobby as is. And yeah. a lot of times Facebook doesn't really do that. Uh, and it's, and it's, and it's hilarious for me because um, uh, I had family that was down in South Carolina that actually just moved up back here to Pennsylvania. They're like 30 minutes away from me now. And my cousin is actually a sophomore at Penn State for marine bio, for biology and he was kind of tempted to do the marine biology thing but he and I have been talking and now he's like all he's been digging on the snakes for about a couple of years now but he's never really had like a connection so I told him, I'm like, do you want to come over tomorrow and clean cages and I'll walk you through stuff? He goes, oh, what do I got to do? What do I got to learn? I'm like, I'm going to give you the books. Like, I'm going to give you this book. I'm going to tell you to go to this website. I'm going to tell you to read this, 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 and this. And I'm going to talk and you and walk you through everything and we'll get you started. So it's almost like going through that with him is like, I'm like, ah, I don't really want to go on Facebook today. I'm going to read some more of this. So it's, I can totally understand where you're coming from. It's like yeah. back to the basics
1: yeah it was weird as me and um me and Zach were walking around that hamburg you know I think I, he brought this up but I kind of had the same mindset it's like we both were running over to the, the to the book guy to see what he had you know um well, but the it's major, the least the shop ma- table at hamburg yeah. and it probably should be yeah. the most shop table
2: well actually the know? unfortunate thing is that the major guy who used to bring all the books to Hamburg uh, used to take up like three tables full of books. Yeah. And eventually they realized that three tables where the books wasn't really, was cutting into their profits, I guess, or something like that. So they cut him down to one or two tables and that kind of pissed him off. And he got into a scrap with the promoters of Hamburg and then now no longer does the show. So, Honest to God, a good show to get all your books at is the Habit or Grace show because the guy who used to bring all the books to Hamburg runs the Habit or Grace show. Gotcha. But other than yeah. that, and the breakfast sandwiches, there's really nothing at Habit or Grace. But I digress. So, <laughs> <laughs> you Always want books and breakfast you.
3: sandwiches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes,
1: uh-huh. and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, just, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, uh, I've been, uh, rereading the, uh, uh, we call it the quote unquote blue Bible. Uh, it's, uh, the reproduction of boas and pythons in captivity. Uh,
0: yeah. some
1: of the stuff is a little dated, but, uh, for the most part, I mean, that, that, that should be a must have in everybody's, uh, collection
3: uh, yeah.
1: of, uh, of, you know, to refer back on um another thing i've been reading as of recent is the uh our good buddy uh ben um from is he still with our? they split up right australian Austrian? addiction yeah i don't think so isn't he kind of on his own now
2: anyway ben well, well they're on their own only because of the distance between you know one guy's operating in virginia and the other guy's operating in utah so right they kind of are two separately run entities of Aussie Addiction, so. Yeah. At least that well, was my understanding I, last time I talked to him. So. He did a
1: uh, he did a a, a dissertation on uh, ball pythons, but he used the uh, uh, the snake keepers. Uh, you know, and if you if you know anything about them, they're, they're sort of like, you know, one of the big name people when it comes to, uh, to breeding ball pythons. But anyway, it, just reading that, there's just so much information in something like that uh, about just breeding pythons that you can take from that. And uh, I don't know. It's just – I don't think people – Use that stuff as much. So that's kind of what I've been yeah. doing, kind of like laying low and staying away from drama. I think uh, Scott Scott Borden contacted me the other day and said there was some kind of drama going on, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't know about it." I'm just kind of glad that's kind of good, you know. So there was more drama.
2: What happened with drama? There was drama.
1: I don't yeah. even know. I didn't even really go into what it was. He just said that there was kind of some kind of drama between. I guess people in Australia people. people in the States about what, what they had oh, and God, what it, it, was it More
2: jag crap again.
1: No, 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 no. no.
2: Anyway, <laughs> all right.
1: new morph, I think at this time,
2: but. Uh, all right, whatever.
1: So, uh, so we'll wrap it up next week. We have, um, uh, it's a, uh, it's probably going to be a special time, uh, simply because, mm. uh, Mr. Paul Harris from UK pythons, uh, there, I say, the godfather of carpet pythons uh, pretty much in the <laughs> world. Uh, I'm going to have to bring up my uh, cigar for this episode. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Because not only do we have Paul Harris, but we also have Nick Mutton.
2: Geez. Um, so so this In-Libertas. would be the show you would not want to miss because I'm pretty sure we'll be talking all Elias. So. yeah, this is gonna
1: be a carpet python extravaganza you know uh, these guys uh, also too uh, you know paul paul's really kind of a as crazy as it sounds he's kind of a guy that's kind of into uh, he's more of a a purist at heart uh, yeah than he than he is uh, you know crossing things and all that kind of stuff and it's kind of crazy that you would think that but uh you know he has blackheads and children's and all kinds of uh spot spotted and pygmies and all all that kind of stuff so so i mean there's tons of stuff that we can talk to those two guys about basically australian pythons with a focus on carpets uh it's going to be the uh the topic so I mean, if you have any questions, uh, if you would like to know something from those guys, feel free to uh, to send to us. Uh, Email it. You can, uh, yep. Info at com, and we'll get that, and we'll ask your question on the air. Um, no problem. Uh, let's see. We'll, uh, we'll run down our list and get the heck out. So don't forget this uh, Friday. Uh, the Southwest Carpet Fest uh, is from 8 o'clock, starts at 8 o'clock, to 1 a.m. is uh, mm-hmm. Prehistoric Pets. Uh, so if you want to find out more info, you can go over to their uh, Facebook group page, uh, Southwest Carpet Fest. Uh, Terrell uh, from Designer Exotics is uh, the guy that's running it. So be sure to uh, to get in contact with him if you're thinking about heading out. I mean – if you're out on the West Coast and uh, you want to get together and, and talk carpets or talk, you don't even have to talk carpets, really. I mean, you can talk whatever you want to talk. But if you want to geek out with uh, fellow reptile people and have a good time, uh, it's just the way to do it, man. So uh, definitely, if you're on the West Coast, it's definitely something you should, uh, should check out. Um, and plus, too, if you fly in on a Friday, you got the whole weekend to do whatever you want to do. And, uh, you know, so that's kind of why they did it that way. Uh, as far as us, the radio show, Morelia Python Radio, you can check out our website, moreliapythonradio.com. If you have any questions or comments, you can send it to info at Morelia Python Radio. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. You can uh, follow us on Twitter as well at uh Moralio Python Radio. Um, I'm sorry, Moralio Python. Uh, what else do we have as far as that goes? I don't have my list in front of me. Yeah, you, you know,
2: obviously like you're obviously have the form in front of you. Yeah.
1: And you're sound like you're washing dishes, so it's screwing me up.
2: I'm not. I dropped something. <laughs> and picking on a baby, and I dropped it. That was my oh. fault. Oh, I'm very like, good. All right,
1: I, I'm back on track. Quiet. Don't worry,
2: I'm back on track. Yeah, okay. uh, good go. <laughs> quickly
1: uh as far as uh oh yeah itunes check us out on itunes you can uh check out the show there uh it's probably the best way to check to uh to get it every week um and then for me eb morelia uh, you can go to my website ebmorelia.com. i have facebook twitter uh instagram all eb morelia uh, if you want to get in contact with me, eric at com. I should be having some stuff come up available real soon. Uh, everything is eating good. So uh, look for that. Uh, and that's all I got. So it's all you own.
2: Cool. Uh, you can go. What you guys can do is you want to check me out. You can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Uh, you can make contact with me via the website if you have any queries about any of the babies. Uh currently we have a few animals left for sale. Nothing too much, just some brettles and some caramels left over from last year. Uh the tigers are all gone except for the clutch that's just coming up and they're just having their first sheds now. So it's gonna be a few months till they get back up and running. We did get our table back for the August Hamburg show. So for right now that's the only show we have coming up but we will be there. Uh, If you have something you want us to bring, just let us know and we'll bring it by. Um, Also, you can go and find Rogue Reptiles on Facebook.com. Just look up Rogue Reptiles on Facebook and give us a like. And there's some little latest stuff going on over there. Other than that, that's all I got. That's all we got. So what we'll say is good night. Thank you all for listening. And we're going to catch everybody next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.
0: Hey, Chad Brown here. You may remember me as a linebacker in the NFL or as a reptile breeder and the owner of Pro Exotics. I've been herping since I was a boy, and I've dedicated my life to advancing the industry and educating the community about the importance of reptiles. I also love to encourage the joy of breeding and keeping reptiles as a hobbyist, which is why my partner Robin and and I created the Reptile Report. The Reptile Report is our online news aggregation site, bringing you the most up-to-date discussions from the reptile world. Visit ReptileReport.com every day to stay on top of the latest reptile news and information. We encourage you to visit the site and submit your exciting reptile news, photos, and links so we can feature outstanding breeders and hobbyists just like you. The Reptile Report offers powerful branding and marketing exposure for your business, and the best part it is it's free if you're a buyer or a breeder you gotta check out the reptile report marketplace the Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination, full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex, weight, morph, or other keywords, and use our Buy Now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the Marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a Platinum Mad. It also gets fed to the Reptile Report and our powerful Marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animal successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship your reptile successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time, arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit TheReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder, then visit ShipReptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.